All right. Yeah, we on. Let me just uh, click one more of these and we can go. Now, let's finish having that King conversation. I was liking that. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Because I got other ones. You want to start fresh? Go ahead. Let's All use right. something new. All right, cool. So, um, do you think, you know, that we can really experience true joy without experiencing pain? No, nah, not at all. I think that's the purpose of us even make, this is our fr- stop over to heaven. That's, that's the reason why I think we go through this nonsense here. I don't want to call it nonsense. It's God really put us here for a reason. But for us to really enjoy heaven, we're going to have to really go through, uh, we got to go through something. Just like people that are rich and they've always been able to have, they don't really appreciate anything. That's why they quick to throw it away or misuse it or mistreat, mistreat people. Because they never understood of, you know, being without. And when people grind their way or finally get something, you really appreciate it. That's why we instill in our kids, giving them allowance and stuff like that, instead of just handing them money or just buying everything for them. You got to work it off. That's how you appreciate it. Uh, this This podcast ain't for everybody. What about you? Okay. You got uh, used to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think, I don't think you can experience uh, joy without pain. And I kind of gave the example of um, having a baby was one of them. Was like, you know, you do have, you go through a lot of pain, and then once you have the baby, you are, you know, overwhelmed with joy, right? Yes. Or even on the wedding day where the husband and wife have to let go of friends, even their family, to build with their own. And that can be hard to have to break away from what you know to be so familiar, even though you're really excited about getting married and starting your new life with your, your husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, father and uh, daughter too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you walking your daughter down the aisle or whatever, and you're like proud of her. At the same time, you're like broken up. You know what I mean? Right. You're going. You know, right. could be the son too. You know what I'm saying? You know, because any child, you know, you just you're happy for him, but you're yes. still. So, yeah. yeah. To let him go, and you see him grow, and all of these different experiences you guys have shared together. Uh, constantly rebuilding and strengthening your own relationship with your parents and going through the different changes from a parent to a friend to, you know, that next level. I think it's hard for everybody because you really want things to stay the same, but you have to choose. You can't keep mom and dad by your side and still cling to your wife, like, or cling to your husband. That's true. And I use the example of you, <laughs> of him, when we got married, he was like, I was like, get your stuff. Like, you should have nothing at your parents' house anymore. Like, get all your stuff and bring it over. He's like, yeah, I'm bringing it over. And it was like piecemeal. I'm like, bring all your stuff over here. He like, 
uh, all my stuff can't fit in here. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to, you know, I got to leave some stuff over there. I don't want to make it extra crowded over here. You just trying to still have a room over your parents, right? No, bring all that stuff over here. Uh, but but it's cute. It's a hard, it's a hard transition. It's I funny. It's funny y'all mentioned that. Because I was thinking, because I was, we slightly got into a conversation last week where we were talking about um, how involved in, are we in our children's lives and so giving them certain freedoms to do stuff. And one other thing that had popped up is how long can your kids live with you? Did y'all talk about that? We talked about it. We've talked about it briefly, sort of, kind of. Do you think it's different for the boys and the girls? Like, does the standards stay the same for the boys and the girls, or it's just how long can your kids live with you, period, no matter? We could talk about all that. There's there's a double standard that we have, or um, I think it's the same. I do, too. Yeah. What y'all think? I think it's um, situational, because some some kids you have – and um, some kids you have, and they have that more of a drive than others. You know what I mean? Like, for an example, like, some kids some kids would be like, like me. They would be like, yo, I want to be out the house by 17. I want my own. I don't want to be hearing my mom nag. I don't want to, you know, I want to see what it's like to be out here. I want to be my own person, call the mm-hmm. shots. So that type of, that, if my kid, one of the kids is like that, I'm like, cool. You know what I mean? So... I'm like, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, I, I we did talk about that. So I was going to ask you guys a question for, like, the for the daughters. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you perfectly. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so I asked a question for the daughters. Like, do you think that your daughters should be able to live on their own? Because some people, do you think that the daughter should be able to be independent and and before she gets married, or should she be married straight from the house before she can live on her own? Or not even live on her own, moving straight with her well, husband. Go, well, let me, go ahead, you go um, first. Okay. I think that um, she's able to. If she's able to, then yes. If she shows me that she is capable of living on her own, she's responsible, um, I have no problem with that. I can't say no to her. She's 21 and she wants to do that. Um, but also, we're going to make it known that you don't have to leave. Like, we can take care of you until you're ready to get on your feet and do what you have to do. Um, yeah, so I think that it's either way. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. So then that goes back to how long can your kids stay there? Do you, do you put a time limit? Like, mm-hmm. even if they show that they are um, responsible. Do you say, all right, six months? Yeah, no. For gr- you got to go. <laughs> you are twenty five now. <laughs> you got to go. Well, at what point? <laughs> at what point are you going to? Um, if she's showing that she thinks that she could live off of us for the rest of her life, then yeah, I'll put a time limit on it. But I'm not gonna kick them out. Um, I know how hard it is growing up, and you have to do everything on your own and pay your rent, and and it's a struggle. I don't want her living like that. I don't want any of them living like that. So, no, I'm not going to put a time stamp on it. But at the same time, I'm going to let her know that you got to start getting your life together because we're not going to be here forever. And so just just keep her safe and and raise her right, and she'll be all right. Yeah. To this day. I definitely agree with that because 
once if once we do our job at, after that, it's really nothing. It's all now. Yeah, we we have to that control that we try to inflict on our children. It'll backfire because it's not your life and it's not your call. Uh, God has given us free will, so as long as we've done our part as parents, the rest of it is up to them. Exactly. My. My opinion, because y'all be forgetting about the guys sometimes. Wait. I know. Let me let me let y'all know that. Because <laughs> last like, when we had all y'all on here the other time, y'all the ladies just went at it. And we just totally took a back seat, and y'all totally exactly. Y'all totally forgot about us. I was like, damn, just hijacked our podcast. Yeah. Now. Now, for the people that want to hear from me, that's listening. <laughs> I want to preface it with this: I'm not raising any bums. I'm not raising any children that can't live, survive on their own. Just like you guys said, there's no way they're going to be able to make it when we're not here if we raise them like that. Um, my preference is for all of my children to live with me as long as they can until they're married. I'm not kicking them out. Like they can be with me until they 50, but you know, when they fit or they get up to a certain age, they're going to want to do certain things. They're going to have certain liberties. You're not going to have those liberties because you're still in my house. I mean, depending on what they're subscribing to, but if they were going to grow up as Christian women, of course they're not going to be doing certain things and eventually they're going to want their own space. But like the Bible says for the boys, a man should leave his fa- his parents and cling to his wife. Um, so they can stay with me as long as they want to until they uh, until they married or they're ready up and to leave. But I prefer to gir- specifically the girls. I rather them stay with me until they find a husband that is going to care for them and protect them and be able to provide provide for them. But the boys. A lot of people want to kick boys out or make boys pay rent or we call them men at that age. Let them stay with you as long as they can. Let them save their money um, so they can go out there and we can preach to them being owners and not just going out there renting. Uh, that's all I got to say. To this day. Yeah, I think um, I do with the, the boys. I'm like, get get out there. Like, I'm like, I want you true. to go, be responsible. Because a lot of times it that that responsibility or that whatever it is doesn't kick in until you're out there mm-hmm. and you have to do for yourself. You have to provide. You have to cook. You gotta work. You have to see. And I'm I'm here to help you out. We're here to help you out to back you up. But you need to show that you can be responsible. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on that um, definitely because we only got one daughter. But my thought, my thoughts on my daughter is because you know, I mean, we already got one out the house. But for my daughter, I want her to have, and I only can put it on like when we met. I want her to have worth that the guy can see mm-hmm. before they see the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's her having her own. And and I don't want to rob her of that, and I don't want her. I don't want to. It's it's just hard because I don't want her out there, and you know she's just coming from home, and it looks like she don't really have much or whatever. Mm-hmm. And him to feel like he's got all this responsibility. I want him to know her worth mm-hmm. when they get together, and he'd be like, "Okay, I respect." Like, wow, you did all this. Like, he can see the independence mm-hmm. in her, 
and then you know they become one together. So that yeah, that so that has set a tone for like the respect. The whole load, like there is some support here. And I just don't. I don't never want a man to ever feel like he's with my daughter and that he just totally runs everything and be like, yo, you just do this, you do that. And, and but I want him to know that yo, it's a team effort. Like mm-hmm. like she really. She brings a lot to the table, you know, so I don't want to rob her of bringing that. So mm-hmm. that that's just the hard thing. And it's always like that with parenting, man. You know, yeah, there's, I no, don't there's think, no book to it. Yeah, I, I, I um, agree with your opinion, but I don't think how I want to call it sheltering them, but them staying home would really rob them of them being independent. The only fact is just them paying more bills on their own. But as long as you... Because you still want stuff. You should be able to provide whatever things you need. Because after a certain point, I'm not paying certain bills that for things that you want, like phone bills or your credit cards and stuff like that or just anything like that. That stuff is cut off. Right. You on your own providing, and you should have a job. You should have savings. So when you're ready to go out there and get, you have no problem. You don't have to rely upon a man or right. do, do any of the things. Um, because just like you said, you, wanna, you want them to know their worth. And also for them to know that they're worth and that they can hold it down. They can hold down the ship as well. Right. Um, those are things we should be instilling in them throughout their whole growth. Right. Um, I just, I just, my, from my side, I just don't see it really robs them of that if we push them out. Because if I'm going to put them out there, I mean, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's their own prerogative whether they're going to leave or not, like you said. But um, I just rather them, simply with girls, be a little bit more sheltered. Not sheltered, but just protected, knowing that somebody's home all the time. Put it that way. It's yeah. a it's a man at that house waiting for you if you want to act stupid, or you gotta right. cross that barrier and there's a man there if you want to get stupid. Yeah, that's um, true. And you know, you of course they're gonna learn self def- they, you know yeah. self defense uh-huh. and all those and all, all those other right. things. But guys, some stupid men don't think like that, regardless of what the female knows. So they might be a little bit more apprehensive to try. A, f- a girl or try some stupid stuff if they know a man is home waiting for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's just my opinion. No, 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 I got you. And I mean, and I feel like I agree with everything you're saying. And I agree. Like, I also feel like when you look at the woman, you want to look at your woman like, God forbid, because we had this happen. I lose my job. I get laid off or whatever. Right. She has her credentials to help out. You know what 100%. I'm saying? 100%. So, because sometimes I lean on her for her finances, mm-hmm. for you know, just for any needs or wants, any needs. And she can pour into me with her experience. <laughs> like she can pour into me with her experience. Say it in the mic. Yeah, let us, let us know you mean it. No <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't, I don't, but you know, but, but he could. yeah, yeah. But that's so, cause sometimes you, you know, it also gets stressful for the, for us as men too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which a lot of guys, we, we quiet on it, but we mm-hmm. get stressed out. We overworking. We just doing a lot. You know, you want to you want to feel that support. So I want her to I want them both to have the mutual respect. And I want her to also know because she's got out there and she's worked hard that the guy that she gets, she only going to expect nothing less. 100 percent. So, you know, with yeah, her going no through it, she's going to be like, oh, OK, well, I already know what it takes to uh-huh. do this. You know, so uh-huh. she's going to she's going to be looking at the man more than if she's attracted to him. You know, what I mean, uh-huh. she's going to be looking and judging him on a lot of different things. So. That's my take. Somebody's just walking by. <laughs> <laughs> Sensitive. Um, 
I, I think that was good. And I don't know how we got on to the parenting. I think. Oh, no, sometimes uh, would we, you, Oh, yeah, you, you asked that yeah. question because yes, you, you also asked about the king the king oh, yeah, question yeah, that yeah, we were yeah. talking about earlier, too. So what was your question? Uh, the original question was, if you could be a person, regular person, a regular today. person, average person today, or would you rather be a king or queen back in the day? Like, y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah. You want, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. My answer was, I'd rather be a king back then. I don't, I don't have a problem um, taking on that responsibility. No one said it was going to be easy, um, but I think yesterday, I think people were a little bit more appreciative of things. People took their time on things. People actually thought, and everything didn't happen in a microwave. Um, but also, outside of that, just being a king, to this day. you can set the precedence for how a society is going to live. I mean, here, of course, I still can influence someone, but to have you being up on a pedestal and being heard more, you can influence a lot more life, you know, livelihoods. And the only thing I would change is just the relationship or the country's stance on God. Because a lot of times people don't, people want to separate church and state and the re- I can understand that for some reasons, but a lot of times people want God out of a situation like we see with the Democratic Party is trying to take God out of everything right now. It's because people just want to run wild and loose. And people don't, like, I've always questioned people, like, why do you not want God in certain things? It's because the fact that people enjoy their sins. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I, it never understood to me, like, why people want to just run around fornicating. There's so many negative ramifications behind it like you got stds you got broken homes you have rape you have people addicted to pornography you got so many problems um broken homes hurt relation people just hurt carrying baggage on from one relationship to the next relationship it's just it's a continuous cycle and y'all want to continue to do that stuff everybody in the world is hurt like what are the safeguards or what are the protection from all these different things um but that would be my stance is just like if this be a that's the reason why I want to be a king, just because I can influence society a little bit more positively. My thoughts. That's all. So what if you do have the people in your country that don't want God? Where do are they exiled? No, they're not exiled. They'll be tolerated just like anywhere else in the world, but we're they're gonna be tolerated whatever they want to believe, but just like the law of the land. Here, there's laws. You can't do certain things. Like, you still want to murder, kill, fornicate? Y'all can't do that. You will be punished. Like, because back in the day, you couldn't fornicate unless you had the king's consent. That's why we got the F word. It was fornication under the consent of the king. That's where they got that word from. That's, it was an acronym. So, so that's why they had the, the whorehouses? Like the prostitutes? Brothels and all that other stuff? Yeah, yeah. So that was a, a the lot, consent of the king? Yeah. It is any, just any nonsense. Any, any fornication. You had to consent with the, the 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 authority, but just like anywhere in the world, just like anywhere in the world, there are laws. I mean, I'm and people are not going to obey the laws. Fine, you're just going to pay the consequences if you get caught. It doesn't it doesn't change. But the thing is, I'm not taking God out of anything. Okay, we're not going to be allowing people to marry if they not husband right. and wife, right? Because it's a fruitless situation. We're here to reproduce and be productive, fruitful. How are you going to be? That's a whole unfruitful situation. Right. Um, just 
all these other different things. So why wouldn't I put these laws in place? I'd rather, I'd rather be in that position. That's just me. I said earlier that I think that the men would pick, you know, being the king back in the day just because they are used to just being in a leadership position. It's kind of just like your, your role. It's you in know, plan I mean? in our DNA. Yeah. So, and I could see. Center I, dinner. <laughs> I can see, like, I picked being the average person today because I do think that being a king is just a lot more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really heavy, and a lot of people are looking to you, dependent on you, and um, the decisions that you have to make on what is right, what is wrong. Okay, we have the Bible to lean on, but then we have the consequences. Mm-hmm. What are the consequences for this? What are the consequences for that? And Go ahead and ask that question. I want you to ask that question that you asked about the loaves of bread. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so the, the gentleman steals three loaves of bread. What is what is his consequence for stealing the three loaves? What's his motive? What's his motive for stealing those three loaves of bread? His family's hungry. It's deep, yeah. His family's hungry. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. Um, if his family's hungry, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. It's like, why couldn't he work to get the money to buy three loaves of bread? Why is he poor in your country since you're the king? That's that's a great way to put it. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's a bar right there. Why, why, why people, why people why? in your country starving if you're the king? Go ahead. Oh, um, great way to put wow. it. I don't That's think deep. anybody should have to go through that, having to know that they're breaking the law, and but also know that they need to because their family is starving, and there's no way for them to even make the money to even buy the three loaves of bread. Um, the punishment shouldn't be severe. It should be... Um, a lesson, and also it should be a lesson for the owner as well because I know he has some type of animosity towards the person that stole from him, but at the same time, he has to understand that there are people in his country starving, so there should be a little bit of contribution for the community that he's in. It should be like, okay, if, you know, a lot of store owners, they throw away food. They know that they're not allowed to give it to their workers to take home. They have to throw it away, and it's not even expired. It's still good to eat. So I would think that they should take that food and put it into the community. And have some. That would be fair, and to to give it away. But you said you thought this, the consequence wouldn't be shouldn't it be should, severe. It shouldn't be severe. Is that just the first time? Because what if this man comes back and he steals again? Well, that we have to correct it. And and, and the correction, correction is give him a job. <laughs> That's the hard part. To correct give him it. a job, and if he doesn't want to work, then there's punishment. I wouldn't say reward him after the second time. I, I, I would. I, I, well, rewarding him by giving him a job is not a reward, really, because he's working to make the money to help his family. I say the the first I say the first time you offer him a job, or we can go to the cops. You can work it off, or we gonna go to the we go to the we go to the authorities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you are the <laughs> Oh, if I'm the king, right. yeah. If I'm the king, yeah. I thought we was talking. If I was in the situation of the store owner. Oh, oh. If I was a store owner, man, I'd just be like, "All right, we can do it. we can do it this way or that way. You can work it off, and we could possibly put you in a situation where you never have to steal again. What you want to do? You steal again? You know, you got me once, second time. I'm, I'm not going to be the fool. So you just gonna have to, you gonna have to deal, deal with the ramifications of the the law of the land. I mean, that's it. But as the king, like she said, uh, you know, my policy would be." No able body 
that can work should be starving. So that means if you can work, get your behind up. Let's find something for you to do. You're going to work so you can feed your family. It's not going to be handouts unless something happens or there's a situation where you can't work. I mean, because just like the whole welfare system, like most of the time, there's a surplus. Everybody can eat. It's just people being greedy, all right? And, or just people being lazy. I mean, as much food as they throw away in this country, it's ridiculous. There's just, there should be nobody hungry. There should no be, really should be nobody poor. Um, there is. Yeah, there is. But there's sometimes, there's also people that just don't want to do anything. And you don't work, you don't eat. Like the Bible says, you don't work, you don't eat. So if you can't get your behind up like anybody else, then you on your own. And you ain't a man if you got a family and you can't feed them. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. Um, and I think that's one of my gripes with all presidents. I don't think that anybody should be out here poor. You know what I'm saying? Um, another another issue. Or hungry. Or hungry. Yeah, hungry. Or hungry. Yeah. Another issue, like when I see a lot of these mukbangs, and I see all, you know, when I, when I sit there and I see one person eating a ridiculous amount of food that can feed almost a whole family, mm-hmm. and they just stuffing their face, and they're getting paid thousands of dollars to do it, something is wrong mm-hmm. at that point. Also, like when I go to a church and I see that you have a rich section in your church, but you don't have a poor section. It shouldn't be, y'all should be in the It shouldn't be that any hurts. section. It that shouldn't hurts. be any section. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody that's not in a rich section in the poor section. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I, I agree 100%. That that was that was good. Yeah, um you got Did we answer all your question though? Cyber rating. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, your, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> About the punishment part. The, pun- the punishment. Yes. Yeah, so I my response to that was that I wanted to seek counsel, right? I should have a councilman that I can put put the information off on and say, "Hey, what have been uh the 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 punishments for this type of crime in the past?" Uh, and then hear about the different punishments and the severity of them. It, you know, I'd have to know the histories. This is first time coming like this. I inherited this king or queen position, right? So I don't know about everybody. Um, and um, and then kind of decide from there. Okay. I want to know what I think. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say this real quick. One thing that you said about the responsibility being on the king, that's true to an extent. But as a king, you got to learn how to delegate responsibility, too, because that's why there's governors or, you know, different kinship around the um, kingdom to delegate those matters. They were governors, and that's like they had a punches pile and all those different people just like that. I mean, and they should be trained up by you to uphold your beliefs or your laws, bylaws or whatever else like that. So, yeah, it's sort of on the king. But it's your responsibility to make sure you got people that's going just like God got angels. That's true. Yep. That's, that's how I see it. Yeah, they should all know what what the what the ramifications are. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are people who are just lazy that don't want to work that can work. But if you're giving out handouts, I'll just take that. Mm-hmm. And or they do the bare minimum, and they still want the same as everyone who is working just as hard when they know all I have to do is the bare minimum. Or they've been from job or location to location and have gotten fired because they suck. Like, 
Nobody wants Keith working for them. <laughs> he used to work here. He he burned the bread Poor all Keith. the time. You know, he don't show up on time when he do. Oh. He doesn't do the mixture, right? Oh. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, so then Keith is like, I can't work. Nobody will hire me. Well, like, Keith, let's look at your track record, baby. <laughs> That's his track record. You yeah, six really jobs. track record, and he's hungry. <laughs> six jobs in the last three months. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the employers, bro. We got to work on, we got to work on you, Keith. Let's get you some counseling or some job training or something like that. Yeah. So I do, I do think nobody wants their business to go, you know, down the drain, but they also don't want to have to have the responsibility of, from building their business from the ground up to having to take somebody on that just wants that steals because they're too lazy to work hard and start their own business. Right. I mean, I agree with the charity part, but then at what point, at what point do you say, okay, you and your family have been coming to receive free food for six months. What have you done in between to, to start your own business or whatever? Get a job. Right. Or just get a job. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, honestly, I think any king should always have placed the opportunity for for a position. You know, see, a lot of times when you have fathers that are trying to take care of their families or or single mothers, they they don't they lack opportunity. You know, where they're trying to find a certain time to work. They're trying to you know. So if we if we create a system where we have the opportunity. Then if you're if you still want to be poor and lazy, then that that's on you. You know what I mean? There's no handouts. Yeah, but now he's stealing. The lazy stealing, mm-hmm. off with their hands. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean you're at, giving them oppor- you're giving them yeah, opportunity. But, you got to go to jail. Yeah. And when you go to jail, we're gonna make you work for free. Yep. I mean, it's gonna find we're gonna find a way that you're gonna be useful. So just like they do here. Yeah. I mean, it's free labor in jail. Yeah. Day. But we're going to give you an opportunity to do something about your situation. Um, yeah, I don't agree with no, no free handouts. That's what the problem with our country is to an extent now. Right. I mean, right. some people, I'm, I'm going to get into my conservative bag. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand that, you know, in this country, there's a lot of um, help that's given, government um, money that's given for free to people that don't really need it. And a lot of them are taking it, um, like health care and food, Section 8, all that stuff, and there's still thousands and thousands of people starving, don't have a place to live. So, like, where, what are we doing that's wrong? We're giving it to the wrong people. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. Financial responsibility. Yeah, so, so what if, what if you have those individuals? Like, I know we've watched documentaries yep. that some people that are homeless, and this ain't everybody, mm-hmm. but some people that are homeless, they're, they're happy. They're happy being homeless because they like, look, I, I used to work. I used to do this, but mm-hmm. you know what? This is just what it is. It's what it is. It's either drugs. If it's not drugs, it's alcohol. If it's not alcohol, it's kind of just like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm it, not that's doing fine. Anything. That's so, fine. Yeah. People going to be like that as long as they're not stealing. Right. I mean, they're going to be like that. And some people are charitable enough to constantly feed those type of people. And that's fine, too. I mean, as long as they're not breaking the laws and abiding by the laws of the land, cool. Now, since we're talking about stealing, all right, do you believe that relationships, friendships, you know, family members, if they have stolen 
over a year's worth of your time out of your life. I was about to, or your you, joy, or, <laughs> or your joy, or your joy. Do you think that we should put? Do you think that we should be able to go to court and get compensated? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just a jerk. I mean, you're really just stupid. I mean, it's not even clever or funny or anything. It's just dumb. <laughs> So how much, what would you be able to say what your time is worth? Because some people have had their time Because you robbed. can't get your time back. You right. can't get your time right. back, yeah. but I know how much my time is worth when I go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and I'm still underpaid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Factory. <laughs> I guess it's, it's two people to blame, you and that person, because you're the one sitting there letting yeah. them waste your time. That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true, because you know a lot of people do have their time wasted, you know, and and you know some people are unaware of it, like especially like in relationships. Some people, you know, I, I remember this woman came up to me and she let me know that her whole, her whole relationship it was like five years or something. It that was, was sad. yeah, it was she was deceived through the whole relationship, you know. So she assumed that this this man was who he said he was, and he was a total different man. You know, he never he never graduated high school. He His whole entire life was, was a lie. He wasn't, wasn't paying on any bills or anything. It's a fraud, she, it's a fraud, it's a fraud. She lost the house. You know, he put all the stuff in storage. She lost that, and he didn't pay on that. She lost everything. She was literally wearing the same outfit yep. to work every day. Hiding bills. Like, she, he had bags of it's horrible. Um, bills. Not filing the taxes, saying that he was filing the tax returns, like just stuff that he had hidden in trash bags of mail. That yeah, was, it was he it would was leave crazy. every day like he was going to work, check the mail, stay out. Like he it, he was a totally different yeah. person. Well, he was like adamant about not her her not looking at anything. Yeah, yeah, that's red flags all over the but place. She didn't 100%. know. Yeah, it was years of. Yeah, she she had no clue to the ring. That he bought her and everything. Shane, no, he was hiding all the calls. He had the numbers going to different. Yeah, nothing was ever paid. Nothing was ever paid. They they came tr- for the ring. Like, it was bad. Man. And I was sitting there thinking, like, and, wow. And he stole everything in his life and stole her time. <laughs> she knows she ain't getting nothing. She knows she, get, mean, she can't take him to court for a dime because this? he ain't got it. <laughs> was this lady going to church? Like, were they, yeah, like, yeah. they were involved in she, yeah. I think she was. Right? She, she was, was yeah, yeah. She was. And he wasn't. Nah. But she was, so. Yeah. Um, I think you had two questions there. First of all, can we get some of that time? But I'm going to answer that last. <laughs> but uh, specifically with the situation, you can't be that negligent and you can't be ignorant. Because the thing is, you, you have to pick up. You got to pay attention. If you are in a relationship, you should notice a lot of your person's actions their character and their um habits um and sometimes we turn the blind eye to a lot of those things because of we love that person or just to go along to get along and i think that's sometimes that may be the issue and there's no way you can allow that much stuff to accumulate without you noticing something right yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, that's, it's, I don't know, that dude was that's a professional. That's five years. That's a dude is professional hire. Because how you got all the bills going to all these different phone numbers? Yeah. He, so why you, where you get all these different phone numbers? Are he giving out fake phone numbers? So did they share a bank account? Like, was she even looking at where the money's coming and where it was going? Yeah, or she, she was just completely oblivious to what was going on? She just. She worked late. 
So okay. when she she got off, he was already home. Okay. So he was able to get all the mail. Do everything off. Do, yeah, it do was. It was it was a horrible situation. Nah, you gotta want to be to an extent. You have to want to be involved in in knowing what's going on. Um, I know with our situation too. I have to just just in case anything happens, mm-hmm. you gotta want to because right. you gotta want to know how to do things or who gets paid this or where this get paid or where that money comes from. Yep. If something was to happen to that person, so. I know I'm at fault in that situation for not. I got to be more inclusive with my wife on it because mm-hmm. I handle everything. Now, if God yeah. forbid something would have happened to me, she be she wouldn't be scrambling. Right. The money would be there. She just yeah. got to know how to go obtain it, yeah, or where it goes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of our responsibility in the relationship. So you got to be you got to be paying attention. You got to notice people's traits, habits, characters, and certain things like that because there's red flags having to be going off. Yeah. Yeah, because even with the taxes, like she got to sign, sign taxes or get the social security number to get the taxes to go out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. To an extent, like you, it, I can see, I can see how it can happen. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Because once yeah. a person, because if one person, but why do y'all have? She should have her own money as well, too. Yeah, she had her own, but she he was, was ta- he was dipping into it. Right. I'm just saying though, because they probably had a shared bank account. She found out the craziest thing is they were looking for a new house. Mm-hmm. That's how all this started. The guy left. The lady that um, the finance person said, "Can I talk to you one on one?" Pulled her to the side and just start saying, "Do you know these things about your husband or whatever, whatever?" And she said she started asking him. He was like, "Nah, I ain't, we ain't gonna talk about none of this. We ain't talking about none of it." Oh, so and she then she started digging. Yeah, oh. then she started digging and she found out all this stuff, and she was in shambles. Like, and it, that was the first time I was sitting there. Like, I, I couldn't. Even, it was profound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's mind blowing, bro. Yeah. But um what was the original question? Uh, we went to that, yeah. God. Yes, everybody. Let me jog my memory now. Uh if not we can go back to it. Right. What somebody got hungry, yo? Mm. Hold on, let me see what we got so I can cover it. Okay, yeah, so you had made a comment in your last, last response saying, like, as we are married, this woman who was just putting so much trust in her husband and not noticing his different actions where he spent years taking uh, money, not paying bills, hiding things from his wife. Um, and you you said, like, my question is, how much trust is too much trust? Because if this partner that you're married to, you're not partner, but your your wife mm-hmm. that you're married to is, you know, you're supposed to trust them. If he says that he's paying the taxes, then you, he's paying the taxes. If he says the bills are paid, then he's paying the bills. If you if you as a wife are not seeing any traits to say what he says is not true, because he's all of a sudden a great deceiver. That, uh, yeah. right. that, that situation was crazy because she pretty much he had all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He had a high paying job and everything, but it was off a of fraud. So when the paperwork came back, it was like about nine months later, the paperwork came through and the job was like, oh, all this stuff is fake. He went in online, printed out, you know, fake uh, resumes and everything. None of it was actual. So they fired him. Mm. 
you know? So he was constantly doing that throughout their relationship, but she never knew. She just thought she saw the money. She never knew that he really was a fraud. So she, it, I don't think it was any way, because when I was digging deep, it was no way that she could have. That she could have known. So that's my question. How much is there? Is there a limit to say how much trust is too much trust when you're married? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think no, it's a limit. There's no limit. Go ahead. I don't think it's a limit, but like he and I were saying a little bit earlier, you can't have that much trust where you're not, where you're uninvolved in the finances. And I said to my fault, um, I don't include her as much as I should because I pay everything. But God forbid something happened. What happens? What happens then? Now, what can she do on her own? If I'm not here, because the money will probably the money will be there, but where does she know who where it goes or which one is the gas, which one is the electric, which one is the water? She got to start from scratch when it shouldn't be that way. Right. Do you think that there should be a switch in the responsibility? Not whereas it's like just you not you're not involved, but hey, here's here's the monthly bills. You, you know, go ahead, log in get, and knock them get out these together mm-hmm. or let's talk about, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or like I like to say, let me see the the the, the electric bill, mm-hmm. because I try to see if I've done better than the month before okay. with lowering the electric. Bill. Right. So it's like if it's twenty dollars less, I hope you have uh, that bill because I really put true. some work in, went behind you and made sure I shut that light off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But um, yeah, like maybe just a, a switch in a responsibility. We like to do our things a little different. Where um, certain things I won't involve him, like the taxes, because if the tax bill come, I'll be hot. He's mad, and yeah. then I have to hear him complain about the taxes. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I'm just like, I'll pay it. Like I don't even want him to know how much the tax bill is because yeah, like he's going to be upset. Yeah. With the bill, you don't what, you don't like the government taking your money. I don't like taxes, period. It's because just a double, like, the death I tax, already, I'm already sales paid, tax. I've already I've, paid tax. If I pay taxes and I just take that money and I put it in an account, I shouldn't have to pay taxes on it the next year and then the next year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speaking of like, forget Black Lives Matter. Like I always say, let's have some real movements. Let's go against taxes, mm-hmm. you know, or let's go against some of these doctors, you know, not like the surgeons and all that, but, and the nurses, they're cool, but the actual doctors that's lying and getting extra money for sending people to chemo and all that, mm-hmm. like, nah, that's the fights that I want We're to just have. giving you drugs. Yeah, yeah. we're just you giving you it. drugs and stuff, you know, like that, those are the fights that I wish we had movements yeah. on. So, well, like, black stuff like women, that pisses me one, off. One of we don't talk about, or black women or women of color. Um, they have a higher chance of having a death rate during pregnancy, or their kids are have a higher likability of dying um, during labor well, we, than white people. That's true. Yeah, because like my wife experienced something where she could have they just they're negligent. She could have died right there in front of me. So I, I mean, I don't we we ain't got to talk about we ain't got to get and in, jump into that. But yeah, like with taxes, I, I agree with you on the taxes part. But let's let's get back to what we yeah, were saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. We're gonna we gonna get off. <laughs> Real <laughs> quick, there's a documentary I saw last night. Right, mm-hmm. blew my mind. It was like 30 minutes, and it was talking about the um, what are the scans called when they scan the sh- the ba- scan the baby and they show us the ultrasound. Three. They were talking about how bad that is. Yeah, I saw that too. The baby. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. 
That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, back to the schedule program. Didn't know that. I couldn't have enough ultrasounds when I was pregnant. I because I wanted I to see. I didn't know that either. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that. I just yeah. found out last night. It's a shame. Yeah, I didn't know, but go on. Oh uh, yeah, so I'm just saying that certain aspects where it's certain bills that I won't because we kind of we will separate the bills. Well, I have one bill, uh, but <laughs> but I, for the other bills, I'm kind of I like to see where we can help and. If she was involved, she could see like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, no, nah, you can't be that. Wherever, you can't wherever, be. You can't be so ignorant to everything. Yeah, that's why I think like when it comes to financial responsibility, nah, you can't. You can't take a backseat on that because that affects so much. And the majority of the time, that divorce is happening because over some financial stuff in yep. in marriages. Yeah, and I and I think too, like we all, me personally, like if it's something wrong in the house, like. There's a leak or a, a toilet that's not like I'm like over top. Like, how do you fix that? What 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 is that part? What is that part? Because then maybe next time I won't have to call you and you digging in my pocket for six hundred dollars a pop just right, to, right. to turn a knob. Like I should have been able to do that myself or one of us or we could. But we did all, almost have a whole <laughs> a whole thing where we were trying to fix a leaky toilet upstairs mm-hmm. and. We we went to the store. We brought all the products. We watched some YouTube videos, and we were about to cut through something that was not supposed to be cut through. Okay, and we almost tore the whole situation up. Oh, so, that's true. That's um, true. you know, sometimes it's better to pay the price. Yeah, but yeah, that that that's it. I I don't know. I don't know if if I think if the your spouse is showing signs of being untrustworthy, then. Of course, you should kind of question it, but I think we should just ask questions. Like, I, and not that I don't believe you or I don't trust you. It's just I, I don't understand. Something with bills, me, I just don't like talking about them. I just pay them and just. <laughs> I hate honestly. I you gotta pay them, or you won't be able yeah. to. Or people gonna be after you. You're down your neck, or you won't have anything. You can't get anything. That's true. But I just rather like when the certain bills coming. I don't even like talking about. It. I just go online, pay, it, and just keep it moving. Like I don't even want to think about bills. I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, that's why I don't even involve her. I don't want to. I don't even want. I, I don't even want to look at them. Like, I don't even like paper bills coming to the house. Like, just mostly everything comes through electronically. I get the notice. And it's paid. Get it out of my face, and I don't even want to think about it no more. I just watch my bank account. Just go. Q. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'll be looking through. Like, wait a second. This is going up a little bit more. What's going on here? Exactly. You know? I try to have a limit. Like if it's over thirty dollars, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna get down to the bottom of what happened. Yes, you know what I mean? yeah. Well, I like to see it because if something is higher, then it's like, what did we do that month? Like if the water bill is usually let's say twenty five dollars, and then this month it's thirty five dollars. Where is some extra water going? Unless we filled up a pool or something. Right. That's what Why I'm is this bill up $10? I know it's not a lot, but it's like, is there a leak somewhere that we don't know about? Something mm. is running. And so that's why I kind of like to see, like, or where can we nip mm. it down? Or, yep. you know. Yep. But, um, okay. Yeah, that, that was mine. And I think we, we already discussed that, the kingship one and responsibilities of the king. So y'all see that, um, Advertisement for this Netflix, the new Netflix special. Uh, you talking about the one with Jamie Foxx in it? No, nah, with the girls, little girls. Oh yeah, yeah. You said that on to me. Wife? Yeah. You yes. Wife? Okay. Yeah, you showed me the, yeah, the yeah. new one. Uh, yeah, that that yeah. um. So we got okay. I forget. Let me. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Just yeah, to um, just in just the name of what I sent y'all. 
what it's called. Because some people are going to want to know what the heck we're talking about when they're listening. It's called Cuties. All right. It says, Amy, 11, becomes fascinated with twer- a twerking dance crew. Hoping to join them, she starts to explore her femininity, defying her family's tradition. This, this is wrong on multiple levels, okay? Yes. I'm going to start with the parents. Why would you have your daughter appear in this movie or show? First of all, we can start there. Like, what is what is what is wrong? Why would you want your to forever whatever this show is for? I don't care if it's for educational purposes or just entertainment. Why do you want your child performing in something where you know she's going to be doing provocative dances and stuff like that? What's wrong? What's wrong with the parents? I think that's a good question because this is just a, a more I feel like with the twerking now explicit version, which I haven't seen it yet, but of the other dance shows that used to be real big on TLC, uh, Dance Moms or Honey whatever Boo-Boo. the cheerleading or even the, the pageants, the pageants, pageants. That's the name. Yep, that they would have for the and kids. There's ton of pedophiles there. Over, oh, of course. Dress up these girls. Yes. To make them look like adults, the and makeup we got and the everything. Whole John Bonet, Ramsey, yeah. whole thing. Yeah, like yeah. it is, I, yeah. I think it's something wrong with that when you want to make a little girl look older than what she is because you're trying to. That's exp, that's exploiting her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know why all the little girls have to be. I was saw this one post. The little girls were like walking into the room, but they're all like got their hands on their hip. They're all switching into the room, and it's like that's not. Who's looking at this saying, oh, people were, like, saying, oh, but it's, it was kind of like, why would you want your daughter walking into the room like that? I don't want my daughter walking into the room like that. Mm-hmm. Just walk right. normal. Right. Just be normal. You don't have to do a whole bunch of extra stuff. But um, they're putting it, they're putting the girls out there, and it's always been the case. Yeah, yeah. back in the day, that was called being grown. Yeah. 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 You, well, yeah. And, yeah, you get smacked for that. Now it's being, su- it's being supported. Yeah. yeah, it just shows you what type of society we live in. <laughs> That's yeah. why I said I wouldn't mind being the king, because you can stop that. You gotta look at the you gotta look at the people who's behind who's behind these pageants. Who think it's okay for little girls to be dressing up grown or looking at them twerking? But at the same time, there was this. I think there's a famous saying. I, I think I always misquoted, but the thing is, is like they say, what one generation. Like turns it turns it out or accepts or tolerates mm-hmm. the yep. next generation is going to exceed it in yep. exceed in that way, and this is what you see. You see that's true. The parents, the you, I guarantee their mothers are twerking or approve it as twerking. But look at look at the adults. Of course they are going to approve it as nonsense. If they yep. think it's cool, the kids going to think it's cool, and they even have their kids. They put them on video so they can post them on social media. Watch their kids twerking yeah. and little boys twerking. Yeah, they think it's that's cute. Like, that's gross. They think it, they think it's one. They think it's cute. That's why they named the cuties. Yeah, that's sick. It's, well, it's, why why are you why are you sitting there looking at little kids and thinking they're cute? And yeah. I do think it is that gateway. And I know we talked about that before because growing up, the things that were that we were doing in our generation, they were not accepting yeah. in our parents' generation, and the things that our parents' generation was doing, they weren't accepting in their parents' in our grandparents' mm-hmm. generation. So it constantly has gotten uh, worse, right, yeah. to the point where now 
look at everything that's being accepted along the way, along not just with the children, but, I mean, drug use, prostitution, um, stuff that is taboo that they were doing and in secret or at night or you had to be a part of the club or underground. Um, in the closet. Is, yeah. Totally out. Is now like... Mainstream. No. Be yourself. You should be accepted and it's all, it's all good. So... I think it was like a gate, you know, just kicking the door open each generation to say, this, w- this was risque in their generation. Now this is risque. It has to exceed it. Well, you have like the LOL movement going. You see them in Walmart. You got the Hasbro doll that was making, you know, noise. Yeah, Sexual noises. Yeah. Yeah. terrible. So it's like. Every like the Satan and the devil is always after our children, and I feel like yep. now they're just making it so easy for this to happen because you just make the children believe that they're grown, it's okay. and the parents are no longer being parents; they're just following behind the kids, saying that that's adorable. When it's not, it's devastation because you're what you're doing is essentially switching roles. You know, you're giving them the power, and you are you become the student. You know. And it's uh, it's bad because all the sex trafficking now, you would think that the modern woman or man would say, forget the pageants, you know, with all with all the stuff on the news and all these people who fund these organizations. Yeah, they're all a part of these pedophile rings. Yeah, they're all a part of it. That's it's that's why it's so strong and everything is going on now. You gonna say something? No, I mean these these are the people that are behind it, and you wonder and you wonder why all these kids are missing, because they try to normalize it. It's a slippery slope. I've been saying since what two thousand, whatever Obama was in office, and they started getting this whole gay agenda wrapped up. It's all sexual immorality. Like I tell people all the time, with sexual immorality, there's no boundaries. It doesn't end. When does it stop? It doesn't. It's just like okay, we're gonna do this. We got trans. We got all this stuff. The pedophiles. The pedophiles. They believe. They are, that's a sexual orientation too. And you see it now, they're trying to normalize it more and more often. So it's only, how are you going to tell them they're wrong, but y'all out here getting married to each other, getting married to the same sex, or y'all changing or mutilating yourself and being rewarded for it? What's wrong with us? Now you're discriminating against us? It's the same thing. What does it stop? It doesn't start. It's, 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 it's a door for everything else. It's exactly. It's, Pan, it's Pandora's box, and that's what they yeah. want. And you find out that all these people that were behind this gay agenda, a lot of them were pedophiles, and a lot of them are involved in these pedophile rings. They keep getting exposed, but nothing is coming There's of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, they be, they're, all, they're all behind it. Yeah. Okay. If you're down for the team, I guess you like Cardi B, like that guy said on there. He said, how is Cardi still running around? When Cosby's put away. And what she did was... And openly admitted to. And she openly admitted to it. Oh, you're talking about setting men up and raping them? Yeah. And and drugging them? Yeah. Because they know if they keep her out, she will just mess mess up every other black woman out there. They'll follow her and do exactly what they want them to do. Or just women, women, women period. I mean... They're targeting a specific race when they left her out. Yeah, that... But it's just, I think it's all a society as well. Like, she supports an agenda. So, of course, like, Cosby, he didn't support all these different agendas. He, he's outspoken about a lot of the stuff the black community was doing negatively. They didn't like that. He was the only positive black family on TV 
through every generation, you don't, you still don't see a family that had the same type of morals that showed that a black family can be successful, deal with type of stuff as a family unit. You don't have that on TV no more. We got these. Y'all see what's this new show? Um, Blackish, not Blackish. Blackish is eh, it's okay. I can't yeah, complain. Yeah, yeah. But you got the other one, Black AF on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I watched oh, that. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. Nah, it and was. they don't seem, and they don't seem black at all. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's a different. Class. Yeah, that was like a, a parody of Blackish. Like same, actually, the same writer that yeah, wrote Black. Yeah, I think, he, black, was, yeah, I think yeah. he did write Blackish. But yeah. ain't no black people. So, ain't no black people like that. But. They wanted to take him. They wanted to take him off because they didn't have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why Cosby is in jail. Yes, that's why it is. I mean, yeah, it's bad. But yeah, you know, it's it's sick, and I'm just getting sick of. I'm sick of like, bro. I can't go to my Explorer page on Instagram to look, even like search for a follower or a friend, somebody I'm following. Soon as you go to that Explorer page, the first thing that pop up is a naked woman. Naked woman all the time. Everybody is always twerking. I don't like. I do not understand it, man. man like. Man. You got grown people, you got family members in their thirties. Every chance they get, on the way to forty, they naked in their pictures, or they twerking in or, front of the kids, or they got their kids half dressed. Like I don't understand. It just shows the type of generation, bro. It's, it's it's sad, it's saddening, and it's like it's disgusting to a point now, man. Like the morals are gone; it's out the window. Yeah, I think people used to get attention for doing all the the right things and now they get attention by losing respect. That's what I think. And it's sad. Yeah, because they want, I think you mentioned it on the, the previous podcast, they just want the likes. Like people just want that double tap and, and watch the number or the views go up on their on their, uh, on their their social media pages. And that you know what I think hurts worse than that is when you see Christians doing it or so-called yeah. Christians. Right. When you see these churches, these pastors doing the most... Ugh. And I, I think that we, it's it's a thin line between getting likes and views and then really having an understanding of what God, is he liking what he's viewing when it comes to you? Mm-hmm. That should be, that should be uh, the first thought. Yeah. That should be the first thought. Because if you stop to think about that, how much, if you, it, and, and that's if they even care, uh, stop to think about that, then you would say, let me revisit this. Right. Yeah. Most of the world doesn't care anymore now. I mean, I, I said this last time, like a lot of this is a result of fatherlessness, but predominantly it's just a, we live in a godless society. And you just look at everything like where you can normalize even like you got to question Netflix. Like, what are you promoting? Right. I, mean, I don't I don't get it because the girl is being rebellious. This is promoting rebellion because it says her parents don't agree with it, but she wants to explore this type of stuff. So, so how is that her. even possible? You're right. 11 years old. She's your parents disagree with it, and now you have a show on Netflix. Something ain't right. Apparently, the parents, parents agree with it. Yeah. Right. Or they're, they're promoting rebellion. So they're promoting these kids to do what they want because people know, like, you got a rebellious kid. You're only going to tolerate so much until you lock them up. When you lock them up, now you now it's child abuse or whatever, or yeah. people are going to be looking at you funny because everybody's so progressive. Like, um, it's trying to sway the audience is what they're doing. This is um, predictive program or programming, television programming. You're programming people to um, be more sensitive to kids exploring themselves. So 
we can have the pedophile down the street come on, touch on your kid, or look at your kid on Instagram. Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so well, this, yeah, and how about that? Because yeah. it's also promoting it to the kids. So I bet if like if your kids have a kids station, this cuties will it's pop gonna be up on the kids. Hundred percent. Well, it's gonna pop up. Then they under will kids, be yeah. able to watch it. And now here it sets. Oh well, if such and such can do it. Now I can do it. It doesn't matter if my parents disagree with it. It's and where is everybody? Right now everybody's at home. All the kids are on some t- form of a tablet or something and they we do say, "Okay, you can you can watch Netflix, but you go into the kids ones because I don't want you having access to all vigilant about what what are what are yeah, our kids cool. watching what you can watch what you can't watch and constantly everything should be in eyesight there shouldn't be like a i'm over here in the corner i'm over no get get on out here and what's going yeah. on because i'm checking history i'm 100 percent everything what, what's going on here like you might shut something but you don't know how to shut it all off mm-hmm. right. so yeah because i mean crafty satan has seeds and that's what he does. He uses them for the for the children, and they and I think a lot of kids don't understand when they use that seed. It they're planted, but they never grow. So they're, and they I think that, yeah, and they I think never, they can. I think they can grow. Well, they they can actually. You're right because they're groomed. Like if you look at no no kid at the age of five or six wants to be a prostitute, a pimp, a hoe. Or anything like that, no, but not they, they are groomed. It. Yeah, but yeah, they're exactly nowadays good. they're groomed to do these things, you know, at such an early age. So now where we're all locked in our houses, the TV shows is making sure that they're grooming them, mm-hmm. right? And then their rebellion—they don't even know the state of rebellion. You know, they they know on a little level, but like candy and you mm-hmm. know, what I mean, I'm gonna try to sneak this here, but they don't know it on the mass. Level, on right. the mass level, so and, they, that's, and that's what I was talking about with uh, talking about the girls, the stallion and the Cardi yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see, you man, know, in yeah. our in our era, it was Little Kim, and she was pretty. She was vulgar in that's my true. era, and I said I yeah. didn't know about half the stuff that she was talking right. about. Not even half until right. I heard her say it. Like, whoa, people's doing that. People is doing that seeds planted because you have no thought of those things until you're exposed to it. Now know. you don't know what it is. Now you try to find out. It's mainstream well, what's now. that? Well, what's that? And, Dana and in our, <laughs> and, uh, and I our had her era, poster in my room. Had <laughs> 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 <Better> her album. <laughs> I didn't have her album. Uh, so <laughs> trust me, I was checking the Dana Howard. had her album, yeah. but. You know, so those were the seeds that are are planted because if we didn't know about it, now we know about it, or we're asking about it, and there was no internet to go to. I mean, I'm right. sure it wasn't the encyclopedias that was on on somebody's mm-hmm. desk area, but it was like ask around. Whoa, what does this mean? What does that mean? And now right. it's like, oh well, I can show you. Right, one hundred percent. But speaking on so that, so those are the seeds that's planted and. And then they grow because then you inquire. Yeah. What do you think is more in this, in this day and age, do you think has a more of a negative effect on our society drugs or do you think it's porn? Porn. It's a good question. Yeah. Why do you think porn? Um, well, I'm looking at the picture here. I think it's porn to me <laughs> um, with it the is. Netflix yeah. and the little girls. I mean, 
it's disgusting. I'm quite sure them little girls gonna have some booty shorts on some coochie cutters. They, it's right. it's really yeah. yeah it's yeah. practically naked. Um, I feel yeah. sorry for them too, because they don't even know what's going on. Um, they got older men looking at them like if it's a porn. Right. Um, and they're just feeding into these people who's addicted to porn. Twerk team. Right. That's it's like you're team. taking your yeah. private part yeah. and you're you're dropping it and yeah. waving it and. Grown people's faces, thinking and they judging it too. Right? Who's who's the it's, judge? But that's your private Who part, and judge? it's like right. <laughs> I'm saying, I know it ain't no other little kids judging each other. Like that's why that's why I said it's right. sick. Right. And um. <laughs> this podcast and for everybody. Yeah, but um, what's harder? Porn or um or what's drugs. what's more influential, porn or drugs today? Yeah, what's, what's yeah, mine is both. I think they play kind of hand in hand. I I I find it hard to separate the two. Um, I know we we talked about this <laughs> the other day, and uh, Isaiah was saying nobody's getting ready to go to the club. Like I can't wait to uh to get high. They getting ready, saying I'm flying. I'm gonna get that done. Now, I say, uh, well, I think people getting ready for the club. Like, not only am I fly, but I'm going to get smashed, I'm going to get tore up, and I'm going to get that done. I, To me, I think they go hand in hand. Or you pregame before you get there so and you can you feel a little bit more loose. Pre-game. Or that's you true. need it. You Some people need it. Liquid the, courage with yeah. the other. And that's a that's drug. That's true. That's true. So, And I also think, I think because it's free, too, because... Drugs cost. Drugs cost money. Even, even you know, with COVID out, drugs are still expensive. You know what I'm saying? Dealer on speed dial. But you can go right online. You get free. Right. Mm. And, and and it's almost advertised all across with no repercussions. And on top of that, you can literally walk around and nobody knows you're addicted to it. Porn. Whereas drugs, people, after they know you for a while, they can see that you're functioning. Yeah, you have to be... But you are up, there are functioning addicts that you don't know that That's you're true. like, man, just like that dude you used to work with. That's true. He That's true. was an alcoholic. <laughs> he had an issue, but he never smelled like alcohol. Not he didn't true. never slurred his words. It wasn't until That's what true. is that? His uh, even his roommate ain't know. Yeah. No one knew. No one knew. He and he was functioning. None of us knew. That's dead. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I still. Don't, I, I yeah. think they go hand in hand, but I do give. I do understand what you're saying. It is more of a free. You have more access to it as long as you have Wi-Fi. Uh, you have. <laughs> you have more access to it. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> or CD player. But to get down and and do the things that people really want to do with their, uh, when they get deep into their addiction with porn, that's gonna cost you. Well, I think. Most people don't experiment with drugs at an early age. You can experiment with porn very right. early. It's very easy to obtain. Um, and porn True. is sexual immorality or just being sexual is a drug because it releases a pheromone or a hormone or, or necessarily it sends a trigger, a hormone to the brain that's like drugs. It's like, I forget the specific hormone that's released. Mm-hmm. And it provides, what? Talking to, talking to I don't know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> Is it endorphins? 
it endorphins. might be endor- yeah yeah because i was gonna say euphoria but that's yeah. but yeah. it's a it's a euphoric feeling i mean and that's released when having sex or when you get those certain when you get those certain feelings those things are released and that starts that can start at an early age and one thing is even with drugs you can get off of drugs but it's a struggle I think people have struggled with pornography because you don't need to go inject it. You don't need to go reach out to somebody to get a hold of it. Um, That's why I think, you know, the Bible, no other sin. It don't tell you to flee from alcoholism, which, you know, witchcraft. I I think that I think so. It's very strong. It's an abomination. But any other any other sin, it tells you to flee from sexual immorality because sexual immorality is really a stronghold. And it gives you a feeling like people can. There's still Christians that struggle with pornography. They yeah, they can they true. can be all true. they can be totally look at drugs like ill. Mm. I can't believe I did that. That's disgusting. Alcohol, all that stuff. But when it comes to sexuality or sexual immorality, it's still a burning desire that people are going to struggle with or have a stronghold with until they leave this earth. I think that's why we really have to get back to. Mastering our flesh mm-hmm. and really, truly walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, your flesh will have you out there, you know, getting high or doing it. I mean, it's a constant renewing of your mind. Because yeah, every day, you, like I said, you can yeah. you can go to this phone totally innocently. Like I said, you go to the explore page looking for somebody. That thing, something pop up. Yeah, there, there goes the rabbit hole. Because you oh right, who who this? Right. Oh snap, she got her tagged in there. Oh, oh, they got a whole group of friends. I'm going to just keep, and it just keeps going and going yeah, and going. Crazy, yeah. Then since you already delved into it, man, let me just go ahead and run back to here. Look at this page real quick and see what, what all, what, what's all going on. Or let me check out that site. Trust me, your mind is the devil's playground if you allow it. And trust me, it's a, when it comes to sexual immorality, yeah, it's, it's no joke. It's no joke. I mean, trust me, I, I can... <laughs> And I, talk, I talk about it. And I feel like, um, I feel like a lot of, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just hard because once that seed is planted, that hunger of any sin is so, it's so ridiculous that yeah, overpowering. It's overpowering, and I think all sins, people, we all forget that. Even, for an example, even if you have like Fifty Cent mm-hmm. and you see him come out, or Floyd Mayweather, and they show you their cars. Mm-hmm. The next year, they keep doing the same thing. They got to get more cars. Mm-hmm. They, it's never enough. It's never enough. You yeah, know? I was going to say that. And and I feel like that's what happens. Like, you you get in any of these sins, yep. and one thing they all got in common oh, is you're never satisfied. Nope, never fulfilled. Yep. And you are just, you know, you're just destroyed. Yeah, you're, you're overcome. Now it's constantly chasing that original high or feeling, that's whether it, it be the, the porn or the drug. You're constantly like, I need that one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that or one. something it's different. Really yeah. hard to get that yeah. one, or like you said, experience something different. Yeah. I think um, well, I'm gonna switch topics, but I remember saying <laughs> that I'm, t- I'm talking about the high feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling you, I was like, man, I worked out. I like to be really exhausted, but one time I got this like it was like a rush. I didn't work out as hard, but it was like a euphoria. I mm. felt like on cloud nine for at least a two hours after I worked out. And I was like, how do I get that one again? And I'm still chasing it. Still, <laughs> That was months ago. So I can understand 
wanting to, to feel a certain way back to back. Yeah, that's why people, but, that's why it's rich people that'll never find God. They're so distracted their entire time of their next accomplishment or what can I obtain next or what can I think? Because it's always like they're just never totally fulfilled. And that's why at a certain point they get involved in drug use. A lot of a lot of people, you wonder why all these people that got all the money in the world seem like they got everything going right. Then they croak over something. I'm just like, oh, why would they get? Because that was the only thing keeping them happy. and Or just with people just being consumer, consumerism. Like, it's nothing like you buy, you want something so bad. You want a new car. Like you said with Floyd Mayweather, you use 50 Cent as an example. They get that new Bentley. Next year, something else coming out. I want that. Because yeah. after you obtain that thing, it don't matter anymore. Right. Like, it, that, that feeling that you once had when you wanted something, once you get it, it don't mean nothing no more. Yeah, I now, got it now. Now, what's the next high? What's the next thing that's going to get me there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with sexual, like with sexual immorality, though, like it's going to have you constantly chasing Jason. And I don't think, I don't think that, and that's something, I don't think that's, I think that's something you're going to always war with, especially because it's easy access to it and you don't have to go far. And the way they over-sexualizing just society, you go down the street, every, like everybody is dressed half naked, all the women. Even some of the guys, everything the guys walking around in here with, they got the guys exposing. They got them exposing enough. Next thing you know, they gonna have, they gonna have, you know, was it the Mel Camel toe yeah. pants? You know, what nah, I'm nah. We, remember we saw the boy That's yesterday. Nasty. We called yeah. it camouflage. Remember the boy yesterday? He was a workout boy. Yes. Some workout boy. He was like really huge. From where? He was, was at, at, at the carpet store. Yeah. Went in there and the boy had like his hair was uh what was like teal color or something, uh, and he and had yes. on tights. He had on like a whole woman's outfit. Disgusting. I know I wear my um compression pants and stuff to the gym. Nah, right nah. Now. He ain't had his shorts. shorts he ain't had his no, shorts over no. the tights. Okay, no, I wear tights. long hoodies and long shirts, so my stuff ain't exposed. <laughs> he he had I'm not exposed he had all that stuff. I was like, yo, but I body this build. I body build too, so I'm going out there and I had to wear the little panties. Point yeah. well, that, that was for the competition. Yeah, that's kind of. But it's still weird. No, no it's still it's definitely still weird. I, it's not panties. It's, nothing, it's nothing back. It's a lot of people in the bodybuilding industry. Put it as any entertainment industry is they it's some weirdos. Then you yeah. got to think about it. Of course, I loved I loved it. Um, I say I love it. I really enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about it. It's like I'm sitting up there in my pants, my panties. I'm gonna call no, them panties. No, and it's a bunch of dude. It's a bunch of dudes. Judging me on the panel with how I look. Yeah. And it's not even sometimes about how well you look better than everybody else. It's just like it's a it's a subjective sport. So some of them dudes just, just be like, I like his eyes better. <laughs> I'm about oh, to no. give him more points. I'm telling you, it's it's some weirdo dirty yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, boxing is the same way. I remember feeling like a dog on slave getting up there, <laughs> you know, because sometimes they take the draws off of you and they yeah. put the sheet up around you and you have to step on the scale to make sure you make your weight. Even though I don't think that, you know, draws really weigh that much. You know they what I'm don't. saying? It was a little, you know, it was. Demeaning. Trust me. Yeah, I'm going I'm to delete that out of my but mind. Even with, but even with that, even the sexual immorality, like even in the sport, that sport, you're backstage and there's women dressed. Bikini stuff. Right. And they, and they want to show everything because they you want to see all your, your muscles. You right, want right. to be able to see all the muscles. So mm-hmm. they're dressed down almost to their old. Pretty much naked. You just got strings over you so you can see them. And the women are just back there like that. 
it's that feeds that hunger. That's why I had to bow somewhat back 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 out of it. I can't do that no more. Yeah, right. I mean, it's you gotta watch what you feed yourself. At and know your limits. Because like, knowing your limits. Yeah, because if you don't like, first of all, the Bible says that, you know, especially those that's out here struggling with the whole porn thing, you know, once you quit, which a lot of people backslide, mm-hmm. it's seven more demons coming. So, and that's why a lot of people keep going in circles, mm-hmm. you know, because it keeps getting harder and harder for them to quit Fine. because yeah. the the feelings keep happening over and over. And that's why I always tell people, like, yo, you have to kill that person or that evilness mm-hmm. that you have inside you. You have to put it to death. You have to starve it out, whether it's through fasting, you know, because Jesus even said, oh, no, that those they don't come out unless you fast. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's going to be a sacrifice. You know, this this ain't a walk where you're just going to be like, God, take this, and then you're not going to have to go through anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like the church, a lot of churches sell you. It, it's not. You know, right. this I is think, a. I feel like that's why people be quitting because they like soon as they decide to say, "Oh, I'm ready to to walk with Christ. I'm ready to give all this up and turn from repent, really turn from the way that I used to be." And now here it comes. The thing is, though, Paul says it in Romans is like the the constant war that we have against this flesh and the spiritual. I mean, that's a part of this walk. Mm-hmm. And you got to die. You kind of got to constantly die to yourself. And But this whole walk is about having a renewed mind. Okay, right. I messed up. I need, to, I need to repent and get back on track with God. Yep. If you feel as though you can constantly walk and continue in that lifestyle, you don't have a renewed mind. You obviously ain't repent. Right. You're going to constantly have to fight, like you said, starve it out, battle it. Um, if not, then you're not, you're not walking. That's what I see it because he says, I do the things that I don't want to do, but when I want to yes. do what's right, I don't do those things. Like, yeah. and this is Paul talking. So, you know, he, I don't, whatever it was, his affliction or his problem that he had, he had to fight with it until the day, to the day he left this earth. It's a fight. It's a fight. You're going to have Every to fight. Day. It's a, it's a, it's a race. It's, um, that's why I call it warfare. They, we call it a marathon. You're going to have to endure, persevere, work out your own salvation, carry your cross. You got to carry your cross. You just got to do it. You got to pick it up and carry it, whatever it is. Whatever that is, because we're all not dealing with the same fight. Everybody what is easy else. for you may be hard for me, and what is hard for you know you may be something easy for me. So you definitely got to work that out every day. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fight. And then in order to... Also, renew your mind. How can you renew your mind if you if you're not feeding your mind? Right. Getting your daily bread, as as uh, as Christ says, every day, feeding ourselves, reading, praying, read, read, uh, being around people that are like minded, um, and removing the people that cause you damage. You know, you can't be out there still at the at the club, and reading your Bible and reading your Bible. One of the, one of them is going to win. One of them is going to win. Family. Getting your time back from family who done stole time from you. Let's get it. That was the question. That was the original Let's question because you that's said it. That's what you said. <laughs> 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 we, we could not remember that original question. <laughs> he remembered. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, um, 
can you should you I think your original question dear was yeah should you get your time back I mean because we've all been robbed of our time you know and I I only say it because time is more valuable than money Definitely. you know Definitely. and I feel like we all forget that you know so we all um, even like you have millionaires, as soon as they, they, you can always make money, but you can never get your time back with mm-hmm. someone. You just can't, you know, you can't get those memories back or anything. So that's why I say it should be more important, you know, and you should be able to take some people that wasted your time to court, you know, and get some sort of compensation. <laughs> you should, but it's not going to happen. But <laughs> honestly, yeah. I'm, I, you should, because honestly, it's, it's some people, man, just like, yo, you st- you stole my time. I just totally wasted my time. You f- and sometimes you feel defeated too. Dealing with yeah. certain you feel dealing with certain people in certain in certain people's situations, you don't invested your time, your heart, your mind and everything into this nonsense. Right. And it didn't penetrate, it didn't work or you know, you just you just feel defeated. Honestly, the way you get back your time, you got to cut people off, man. You gotta yeah. have to cut people off, or stop answering their phone calls, or stop getting involved with them. And th- and that's how I see. That's the only way I'm gonna get my time back. Because the more I invest in the nonsense with you, the more I'm still stealing. You're not gonna get. You're necessarily not gonna get that time back. But I'm going to try to, you know, uh, what's that word? Reimburse myself with that time yeah. by not dealing with you, or not answering the phone calls, or not jumping into stuff. Certain things like with certain. Things with family members, you go do stuff. You go, you go through stuff. You constantly listen to their stuff, try to talk to them, or work through them with certain situations. Then they don't heed to any of the advice and stuff. Then you're like, well, why, why even waste my time? Right. I wasted, I wasted my time. Yeah. You owe me. Yeah, <laughs> you owe me so so how, how and so amount of hours. Tell me. <laughs> Whatever I'm getting paid on the clock. Just like when you when you want advice from a psychiatrist or whatever. Don't they? Don't they charge you for your time? The clock start ticking as soon as you start talking. They may stop calling you if you say I'm charging for my time. Yeah, and be like, yo, you you messed my time up last week, so now I'm gonna have to dock you for last week. And I mean, or you might have to come over here and cut this grass because yeah. you, you, you took the time for me cutting my grass. You got to come over here and cut this grass. I don't know, man. I think definitely I cutting just, them off. Cutting yeah, them that's off. what I'm having. And it's hard to. because what if that person is. Your mom. What if that person is your dad? What if that person is your brother? I mean, yeah, just trying to help them out, even though you know they don't listen. And then you're like, maybe this time, <laughs> maybe this time you'll listen. Sometimes you gotta show people tough love, and I, I'm, I'm yeah. I, I try not to get to that point where you gotta show tough people tough love. But that's sometimes their their best solution. I I, I agree with because I'm not. I ain't got time for it. I like. I just hate to say it like that, and I'm and I'm not the super most patient person. Somebody said that to me um last week, dealing with my wife's family stuff, right? And she gets invested in it, and it changes her whole mood, her attitude. It brings her out of character, and I gotta be like, yo, yo, you gotta you gotta chill, you hang up. I'll be like, yo, you gotta hang up the phone, or you gotta you gotta relax. You getting too angry. Um, and just going up there dealing with them with some of the stuff they got to deal with. Um, one of them said to me, like, you're so patient. I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, this is what you see because yeah. I'm dealing with somebody outside of my home. Exactly. Ask her. Yeah. I'm not patient. <laughs> exactly. So read between the lines. Yeah. 
You know, <laughs> I don't I don't really have time for y'all nonsense up here. Yeah. Read between the lines. So, and I'm not all, and, I, and that's how sometimes I have to be with them. But sometimes I'm like, yo, we we not going up there. We are not dealing with that. And I had to tell her that even more. I mean, even with some of my family stuff. Even I told for a minute I was talking about my pops on there. You just gotta wash your hands. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because it's going eventually. It's going to take a burden on you. It's going. It's going to tax your family. Um, and it changes. Like it can. That can mess up your whole mood for the day and affect everybody else in the house. It can. No, it can. Yeah. I'm not. No, we're not true. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It absolutely. I agree. So, um, another question. So I was reading Solomon, and um. What do you think was like his his biggest downfall? Do you think it was the lust factor, or do you think it was his wisdom? I think at the end of the day it was his. I think it was. You look at Ecclesiastes. Uh huh. I think it was the his wisdom. I don't want to say wisdom. Cause that's where I was like, I'm like, my mind was blown. I'm like, wait a second. Was he? Was he so smart? You know, Too because smart for his own good, right? yeah, it's like, did he think that he could outwit, or was he a lust bucket where he saw these women? And he was like, "Come in with your fake gods, come." You know, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I think that's it, what ruined it, a lot left of me perplexed. Man, I think honestly, women, for a lot of great people in the Bible, right? Women were a lot of men's downfall, 100, percent and you see that in the real world. I think that was part of because that's when he started taking in them other gods. Yeah. And starts being accepting of that stuff. Right. His life just went downhill from there. And you see it with other people in the Bible. Look at David. A woman caused him to fall. Look at Adam. That's true. That's true. You know, a lot of people fell because of a woman. Not saying anything wrong with women because I know we got women here next to us. <laughs> but when you make the thing, the thing is. <laughs> did you turn it off? I heard it. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. When you when you start, the, th- the problem is that he made them their god. They yeah. took the place of they took the place of God in his in his re- um their in their roles in his relationship. Um, I ain't got no more to say on it. So I'm gonna add to it, okay. just real quick because I think that it's accountability. So each of the the men in the Bible okay, the women were their downfall, but it was their accountability. And I think that allowing the other gods and uh, women to come in, one, he was lust. He was going after his own desires. Mm-hmm. So he wanted those women to come in. And then as you start to feed into your own desires, God takes a back seat. Mm-hmm. He's going to that free will, allow sure. you to go ahead and make those mistakes. And hopefully to this day. you can come out of it. But I do... I accountability and if you are dealing with these type of women that have a a spell kind of over you and you just are a simp and you don't have any backbone and they can coerce you to to fall away from your god there's some accountability there yeah yeah i mean i i've seen it happen firsthand so many many of men it's it's sad and i just don't ever know how it gets to that point but it just and I just, I just put it at this. I look at it like this. You see who their God is at the end of the day. It's the woman. Um, it's, it's obviously the woman. Right. I mean, when it got you changing your... Re- when a woman got you changing your religion, bro, something is wrong. <laughs> Especially if you have a relationship with the most high God. Right. Not, I'm not talking about 
Islam or these false gods and other stuff like that. It's women too with men, you know, because you you will see them, you know, just lose their whole their whole, you know, when like, you don't what is recognize. Wrong with you? And and we brought that up before. I think that is one of the most hurtful. I think yeah, well, as a list of stuff, but yeah, that's one of the most on the list of stuff that's hurtful is when you see a person that you knew your whole entire life and you see him get with somebody and you just see the downfall. You know, and you were really close to this person. And they can't see it. Yeah. But you can. Yeah. Just throw the whole yeah. life away. I just yeah, right in right in front of you. Just you just it, watch it's, it. It's it's hard because you're stuck between the support and the um and the the uh I guess the anger. Yeah. <laughs> just this the disdain and disappointment. Like yeah. yeah. I'm just, just sitting there watching like especially when it's somebody like Somebody you look up yeah, to, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. You just sit there watching, like, like what? What? What are you doing? And you I just, can't want, I just want to be like, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you want to say, like. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, it's true. Hard. I definitely think it's hard because we was watching this thing, and it's and if it's somebody that you care for, and they still make the same choice. We talked right. about. Um, even if it was someone being abused, right? I know that right. that came up in it. And it was like, if they're being abused now, you go into their rescue, right? But yet they still going to be together. So now you doing a bit and they still together and you thought you was doing the right thing or I think it was somebody else went there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was, that's, that's, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's the hardest thing is because it it really affects you because I can't tell you how many people I know that's in prison right now for looking after their sister, for looking after their right. for looking after their, their their brother. You know what I'm saying? And the brother or the sister turns on him in court yep. and points at him and says, you know, they did this or whatever. They took you know? it too far. They took it too far. And you're like, well, what was? I mean, there was possible results to but, me but showing you, up. But you called him to the situation. Like now. Oh my gosh! You I was him. just in this situation three weeks, like three, four weeks ago. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's like horrible. I'm like this, and I'm trying to explain every situation. I'm like, yo, if y'all call me up there and something happens, y'all know where I'm going to take it, and y'all and y'all acting like I'm scared. Like, no, right? You got a family. I got a family. Right. You got someone else up there that's with you. Yeah. Possibly on papers. They just got home not too long ago. Like, come on. You want to go to their house after they said they want to see you? And the person that we're going to see, like, to go supposedly protect, he's out of harm's way. He ain't in no jam right now. Right. He's not backed in the corner somewhere. He's somewhere else. He's in. He's good. And y'all trying to find every situation to go up there and approach this person. Yeah. And I'm sitting there talking, and it's falling on deaf ears. I'm, it's... it's Two other women in the car. Why are they with y'all? Why? Like, I'm sitting there singing. I'm trying to, like, justify or talk a person off the ledge. And at the same time, it's like, I don't want to leave this person alone to go up there by themselves if something was to happen. Because I made a pact with my deceased mother to always look out for this person. And I'm just like, yo, who are you proving something to? Who, who, what are we... what do we got to prove? It's not a situation where somebody in a corner and you got to you got to act now. And it's just like, yo, y'all stupid. It's definitely hard because we not kids no more. 
and we all have responsibilities. So we have to make the decisions that are going to be best for ourselves and our families. And I feel like growing up in especially our communities, it was like if, or maybe in other communities, I have no idea because I'm not part of them. But um, if you weren't showing up, you were looked at as X, Y, and Z. But yet by not showing up, such and such is in, in prison for life. Such and such ain't make it. Such and like, and now here you are because you made the right decision. Like, let's just let level uh, level level heads prevail, and just think about it before you act on it. It's one thing if it's a self defense, but another thing if it's you're just being stupid, wanting to prove a point because somebody said, "Well, come see about me." Exactly. I don't need to do that. Exactly. That's. I don't understand why. Grown men don't get this these days. Like, there's, like, I ain't got, I don't have anything to prove to anybody. What I'm just saying is just like, if it goes somewhere else, are y'all willing to take it there? And if we take it there, what the heck is going to happen? We got kids. Y'all might not make it back to your kids because we don't know what the situation is. It can be something so simple as they on our property trespassing. Yeah. We told them to leave. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Y'all gotta leave. Y'all gotta y'all gotta leave, or can go somewhere because y'all don't know what the situation. is. so many scenarios. I'm in jail for trespassing on some property. For, for this is stupid stuff. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. just gonna make it fester because as soon as I get out, I'm coming to see you. Well, you came on my property. You shouldn't even showed up. Now should never been there in the first place. Thing. Yeah. It's like we just gotta be smart about what what the fight is. So, and that since that situation. There's some close family members, and I'm just like, distance yourself. Uh, from that, yeah. and I'm saying, so, be, I'm dead honest, siblings, okay? Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, family, you gotta take care of your you family first, can. because like both y'all. yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, take. And that's care. because that's yes. where your commitment lies. I'm sorry, like yo, we had fun growing up and whatnot, but it's no longer the case. I, I got, I got one of my cousins put my closest cousin in prison. He'd been in there for 15 years so far because she acted up outside. My grandma was with him. She went to a club. My, my cousin was on probation. He decided to go there. She acted a doggone fool in there. He ended up, you know, getting, you know, pr- protecting no, her in mm-hmm. a situation. And he'd been upstate. So, and it's, and had in, and she was a firecracker. So, and actually, both my other cousin was in there too. So yeah, and it's like, where are over where nothing are they going? Over and what? over protecting, you know. It hurt, all, I mean, it hurts. All, it hurts I ain't all for that. what? All for what? People are still living their lives, and you've been in a box. Yep, <laughs> and they moved on without you. But I've this seen in court people go to court, you know, and you sitting in court, and the person changes, and they get back with the person. Yeah, they now, called uh, you up. Out, that's the part <laughs> that is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Bro, and that's the situation. Yeah, so it's stupid. It's <laughs> like, why even get they upset back, about they it? They back down there at that house, living in that situation all over again. That's why I just said, y'all, y'all can't call me no more. I, I feel like to a point, like, y'all can't call me, talk to me. I don't even want to deal with y'all to an extent. Like, for the kids' sake, you know, cousins yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But... Man, I'm yeah. gonna have to until I, until I get o- until I until I get over this personally and you know, mentally. But I gotta really see what y'all. I gotta really see what y'all on from now on. Before I, I do anything with y'all, I definitely I have a hard time. Like if my cousins ain't right, 
my kids just don't get to know mm-hmm. those cousins because those are the influences. If their household is not similar to my household, you can't hang out because now and this is where these seeds is getting planted Right. because they have a whole nother lifestyle. They're out there. They could be, even if they're not, um, even if they're not hanging out all the time, that whatever time they do get to spend together, they can be planting seeds like, oh, did y'all know about this? Because as kids, you always want to make it seem like you know something more than the other person or, mm-hmm. you know, if it's, you're not supposed to talk about it, but nobody's there to listen, then, you know, you, you're bringing up all these conversations yep. and seeds. I agree with you on that. Yeah, just so I, 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 I got cousins that I grew up with. We roll hard with, and no yep. thanks. Can't I'm kick sorry. it. Sorry, we just don't kick it. And I know, as as a kid, I was like, I can't. Like, I know where our kids are going to grow up together. We, mm-hmm. And I, all of a sudden, thank God that I, I don't want my kids to have to deal with or endure those type of things. I want them to be able to enjoy being kids. I right. want them to. They already want to grow up fast. But, you know, it's not until you start hanging with the older ones or trying to, you know, always wanting to be, uh, me at least, wanting to be around the older cousins. They're not talking about anything that I was talking about. So now, here I am, being grown. <laughs> yeah, or just, you so, just got to watch how they raise their kids, too. Their yeah, kids, so you want the kids to act out. Yeah, and their stuff. lifestyle will prove so. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't talking about family there, just friends, family, anybody. Yeah. I mean, you, you just got to look at what their parents what their parents are really on. I mean, and, that, and that's going to determine what their kids are going to be on. That's true. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, yeah nah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's okay to talk now? Mm-hmm. So back to the family part. Um, Still in your time. I was um, when you were talking about your family and having to go there and, and help them out in the situation, I felt as though they weren't even looking out for you. If they had the love for you, they would consider what if something happens to you while you were there, what's going to happen to your family? Because I'm at home thinking about their wife and girlfriend and what's going to happen if something hap- you know goes wrong, what's going to happen to their kids? So if they can't think like that, then I don't even know if they really, they got love for you like that. Nah, I don't know if people just, I don't know if people trying to show out, show testosterone or whatever. But no, it's a lot of people in jail because of that. There's a lot of people dead in, in, in jail because they wanted to let they yeah. right, and then they chest go, hang, exactly. and nuts hang. Sorry to say it like that, ladies, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <Excuse> me. <laughs> I mean. Ow. If they wanted to do it, that's fine. But to make you feel a certain way about, about not, doing, not it. doing it now, who's the real now? Like, yeah, like, you, yeah, they're not looking out for yeah, you. Don't call me for that. Like, I'm not with your nonsense. Leave me out of it. And um, and, and I appreciate if you don't call me no more because I won't be answering the next call. <laughs> uh, but. You know, a lot of times once you hit them with that, they they usually don't hit you up. I oh, ain't about nothing. Don't call him. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to show up. You got right. that right. I'm not showing up for the nonsense. Right. Yep. All right. What we got next? Um, <laughs> we got anything else? Yeah, I think um, so. I think Trump signed the peace treaty. Yeah. You that. know, so. Yeah, with the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. 
I think that's just going. I mean, that was the first time that any you um, Middle Eastern country has signed any peace treaty with Israel. I think that's a good sign um, for Christians because it is the beginning. It's going to catapult other talks for a peace treaties with other Country. surrounding countries. Thank you with Israel, which is, you know, they got Palestine, they got Lebanon, they got a whole bunch of other places that are in conflict, which is good, which only is a sign of the times. And it's just more exciting for us as Christians because we know what is to come of that. Um, yep. You know, it's, you could say it's negative, but it's not negative. We're looking forward to Christ coming back. These, this is prophecy just dropping right and be, being revealed right in front of our eyes every day. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking forward to that day the sky is going to crack. Um, That's true. For other people, they're looking forward to it, too. Um, not for the reasons we're looking for it, because they're seeing us peace. And we know with that peace comes some false peace from an antichrist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Muslims, they have their own antichrist that's supposed to come in. He's, they believe he's going to come back with Jesus. Which is, I, get, I forget they call him the last um, Mahdi or something, something like that. The last imam or something like that pretty much is what he's going to be. The Jews are waiting on their own Messiah still. It, they, so everybody's waiting for this Messiah. When the Messiah already actually came. So, um, so he can sit in this temple. They are because they've been talking about planning the temple, the temple being rebuilt. But anyway, it's just prophecy unfolding behind our eyes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I look at it like once we start seeing, up. yeah, once we start seeing all these elites start getting together, just know that <laughs> we the enemy. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, <laughs> like no matter how you look at it, know that they getting together because. You know they're against us, so because why? Why it take them so long? That's what we gotta look at it. Like mm -hmm. none of these people really like each other. So how all of a sudden all these people is so so easily, you know, to get together and and make peace and you know we're gonna see that because they're all going against a common person. Yeah, they all they all have a common goal, but even their reasons and motives. They may think are the right thing. Right, it's, that's uh, true. It's, it's God really moving the pieces, 100%. influencing their brains, their hearts, and they think it's all for this reason. No, it's for Him to let His plan come to fruition. Yep. So they 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 got their own motives and everything, but it's really just winding down to what's really going to happen. What's 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 to come? Yep. I think I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I mean, but it's, it's it's destruction coming upon the rest of the world, though. It's going. Yeah. It's going. It's going to be literally hell on earth. Yeah. It's on. It's on its way. I yeah. mean, we can see. I sent you the article. North Korea. You know, their dictator pretty much came out and said, "Everybody, give your dogs up. We running out of meat." <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's no, crazy. No more pets. We never see that in history before ever. So. That 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 speaks volumes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm, the cats are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they could tell them to give up their dog. I, don't, I think they was. I don't think they was tripping about that already because they was eating dog. I mean, I mean that's just that's just their that's, hey, that's just their culture. I mean, it's no disrespect, but that's just their culture. So I mean, I don't think too many of them were tripping over that. But we do know there is a talk of a food shortage. I mean. I mean, look at, like I said, California, all the stuff that's been happening in California in regards to, you know, drought, um, wildfires, thank you, 
and a whole bunch of other stuff. And people don't realize that California produces like 40% of our produce yep. in the country. Yep. So when that stuff starts to disappear and there's going to be a, there's going to be a huge shortage on things. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. And then we have like, not only the food shortage, but the, they're not, I don't know the name of these bugs that are eating up the crops. What is locusts? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. That yeah. is a locust. There's another a type plague. of locust. They got another one that's in Jersey right now. There's a, it's a new bug that that's in that's coming that's in Jersey that came from China. China. Yeah, that's eating trees. And they said, yeah. you watch. They said you got to be careful when you go to Jersey because they might uh, hitch a ride on your vehicle, reproducing here and start eating up all the food and stuff here how and start you, messing. How can you watch your vehicle <laughs> from the inside? <laughs> They said they're going to hitch a ride here. That's they said they hitched oh a ride from God. China. I'm trying to see how they got here from China. I guess they was. Uh, Man, they oh, dropped them things off there. Bug. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw that, like, with the garden. Remember? Out yeah, back. I was, I was like, yo, what's these bugs? Yes. I was like, what's this new bug? I've never seen this before. Like, what is this? And then I saw that on End Times. I was like, that's the same bug. Yep. Coming, just yeah. destroying the crops. That's so crazy. it's like. I know you had made a comment. I don't know where it was, but uh, it could have been anywhere. It could have been on the pod. It could have been anywhere. But to just say, like, yeah, we want to, you want to store food and, you know, but you can't store up enough. It is just best to be right. Be ready. Just be, just be ready because I'm be telling prepared, you. Because you just don't know. The double is so cunning and slick, you know, that you can't outwit him. All you can do, yeah, all you can do is just rely on God and make sure you have that relationship with Christ to where he knows you and you know him because you can save up all the food. Like I said before, these storms that's coming, Mm -hmm. that last storm tore tore up all, ripped the roofs off of all them homes. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. You know, tore trees out the ground and everything. And that was something light. That was light. That was light work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For real. <laughs> so it it's definitely uh it gets you it's it's concerning, you know, with and the double is the author author of confusion. And right now with the school system, you know, with parents figuring out if they should take take their kids back or they should put them in the school system, which is that's confusing. With the jobs not knowing, you taking on more and more jobs, you know, if you have a job, it, it's just getting out of hand with everything. So we, we might want to just let it all go and just focus on God because if not, you know you're gonna be you're gonna be ripped apart in these last days. Yeah, we're not supposed to be so caught up in holding on to this world, right? That's what it is. Too many, all the I'm not gonna say pre- preparation is good, but trying to hold on to everything right. and trying to make every plan so you can be here. This is not our home. That's and that's the problem. Holding we holding on too much to this world because uh, we all know we're going to eventually leave here and just consuming your time. Worrying about that stuff, that's a sin. Yeah, that's true. And around the world, there's food shortage in different countries too. Like in Yemen, it's about to—they're expected to have a sh- uh, food shortage. So it's coming. All the stuff is coming worldwide. It's coming. We just got to be prepared. Be prepared. Read the Bible and stay with God. Yep. The cat. We is becoming cashless. You go places. They're not giving you a change. You know, so and the food, even if you're noticing the restaurants, like a lot of the not restaurants to supermarkets, a lot of the food is not the same food that we're used to getting. Nope. All the brands are changing. 
Yeah, we don't know. know we don't even know half half of this. Where they coming from? Who? Where they coming who from? So I mean, we have to be aware. All we try to do is just you know preach awareness because yeah. you don't know. Even that's why I always say, don't follow the elite. You know, don't follow entertainment. Don't follow any of these people because they show you who you are, and you have to believe them. You know, for an example, back in the day with Trump, you know what I'm saying, with George Bush, with Kanye West. Was they not all in that bed together in the yeah. Kanye West famous video? So he was saying right then that they're all with each other. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, so that that's why that's why we have to look at it like like that and say, let's just move forward and, and trust God, you know, forget the entertainment, forget all that stuff because it ain't worth it. Yeah. And what does it give you anyway? What do you What are you really learning from it? You just know, getting us false. But I, they they hide stuff in plain sight, just like I just gave you all that example. Mm-hmm. It's right in plain sight. So you know, yeah. But so we can't get lost. It's it's the world's a stage. You know, good cop, bad cop, and it's and they it's all on the same team. It's disheartening when you first realize that. You know, but if you go back and you look through the history of folks, you would understand that you've been played. You know, and every day I look at the TV and I realize that I've been played. I look at, you know, everything, man. And it, a real Christian knows that. You know what right. I'm saying? We all we all know that. So, Yeah. Yeah, we can see we've been fed a, a bag of lies or a bag of goods, they call it. Um, what, was gonna say? what did I see recently? Too? What, yeah, they even what was your thought on that? Because you might have missed it on the thing. What was your thought on that with Trump, Bush, Kanye, I forget who else was in it. It was a lot of people in that bed. In that white bed that they yeah, the famous Kanye West famous video that he put out when he was showing everybody they was all in bed together. Pretty much, like they just told you they all in the bed together. Yeah, yeah, and that and that and they put that stuff out there in plain sight. And it's it's just it's it's just crazy how they think how whimsical they think we really are. Yeah, there's an agenda. It's horrible, man. Um. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's self-explanatory, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, talking about one thing about this other stuff. You see how certain people or professors or they want to make mandatory vaccination for this COVID thing for anybody that want to go to these schools. So they want to make it like if you can't come here, you can't do it. You don't get the shot. That's what I don't understand. Like, if you. If the vaccination, right, if you have the vaccination, then you should be protected. What is the, man? why does it need to be mandatory if people don't want to get it? If you have the shot, shouldn't you be protected? Yeah, you shouldn't sh- you be protected? Yeah, you you should be bulletproof, right? Right. Shouldn't It shouldn't affect you if someone doesn't have the shot because you got it. Because they know it's not true. It's just they want people to be under control. That's all, that's all it is because... Yeah. Every they, they they encourage everybody to get these flu shots, and the same people still that get the flu shots are more susceptible to getting the flu. And which study is, says. And this is the other thing I saw something, uh, and like I guess they had the flu pandemic in 1918, and they show like these kids walking around with masks Mask, on, yeah. and you didn't come up. They, uh, the flu vaccine wasn't this prominently like we got to have it, we got to have it, we got to have mm-hmm. it. Because it's viral. So let's get it under control. Get things, if it's uh, it's all about being sanitary, get things more sanitary, and then everybody should be good to go. 
It's pretty. They're just setting the precedence. I mean, you're showing that. And this is just a test, too, to see if we can get people to fall in line. And it's happened because they done scared the whole world. Oh and they gosh. pumped so much fear through the they media. Really did. Like, they pumped so much fear. And every time you turn around, they still, it's not going yet. You got to wait. It's, it's not going, people. Or let's, uh, let's get ready for the second wave. They yeah. want y'all to be. This whole year, they constantly wanted people in fear. They yeah, pretty much so they can indoctrinate the masses and get them to fall in line for what they want because that mass is just a symbol of shutting people up too. It's like it's just covering your mouth. What can you say? Your freedoms are being taken right yeah. from you because you because they're scared. We've been saying this thing with nine eleven. Every time there's some catastrophic event, what happens? People start giving up their rights. So now you're going to give up your your right to to be vaccinated or not to be vaccinated. Or, you know, breathe good oxygen or, you know, constantly breathing carbon di- carbon dioxide. It's crazy. I mean, this is this is this is what it is. They're just showing you, okay, they're going to abide by this. What's the next thing we're going to throw on them? Okay, the vaccinations, then the vaccinations come with the other stuff. Right. The other side effects, and it's not, you know. Oh, and they're trying to make it. You know where you can say you're not going to get certain shots because of religious exemptions. They they're trying to out there. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of that where you can't you you can't not take it because of religious reasons. How that work? How that work? <laughs> it's easy. You get it or you don't. Welcome back. New video surveillance technology will be rolled out next month to help Australian businesses maintain social distancing in the workplace. Powered by artificial intelligence, the system includes contact tracing and COVID-19 mask detection capabilities without the need for a phone app. As more Australians head back to the office and factories, a new tool will be activated on June 1st to make enforcing pandemic distancing rules easier. Developed by Motorola Solutions, this smart surveillance system will watch where people walk and where foot traffic is causing close contact. It will record it and report it for action. Artificial intelligence is doing all the heavy lifting, so real people don't have to watch hours of video. For example, if wearing a mask is a company policy, you'll be flagged by the system when you're not wearing one. We take our role as practitioners of responsible AI very seriously and pay particular attention to designing products that empower decision makers and also design for privacy. Surveillance tech can already easily track people. Empower decision makers. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Motorola came out with this. You mean to tell me they took them five months to come out Just with five this? Months, that's all. It, that was all we needed. Takes three <laughs> years to come out with something like that, and it took them Insane, five months. They were already in preparation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, this is crazy. So, that's ridiculous. So now they're going to have systems pretty much saying you have to be six feet. Right. It's going to report gonna you back. Report you. That's crazy. That's cool. I don't like being that close to people at work anyway, but <laughs> it's just it's it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy. But I don't, people want things to get back to normal. And this is not normal. Of course, it's not normal, but this is not where it ends. And they don't want it. They don't really want people to separate six feet. The thing, this is just until we can get people to fall in line with all our other orders. Yep. And then we're going to give them what we really want to give them. I mean, that's why we see all these different things happening at one time, especially with this 
so-called no they, they're not taking any cash these days a lot of grocery stores are not taking cash and i don't know where how do you get a coin shortage where, where where all the coins go in the wishing wells yeah like, exactly <laughs> you should have them all at this point because who's collecting those yeah and, they, and exactly. they're not giving you cash back either right you giving cash they keep they keeping everything keep that the they change. have so they prefer everything to be digital that's why they want to give you a, a, a chip, chip or or oh a mark goodness. or something where, where it's all digital Yep, and we just falling right into the trap. And the hard part is, is that the children, like you have, we, we talked about this before, it is a certain generation that when they came into this world, this is all they know. Mm-hmm. It's always been wireless. It's always been technology. It's always been this easy. Hey, Siri. Oops, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so they don't know anything else, so they would be more accepting of it. Uh whatever te- technology change that may come about. It just, I, I look at it like this. It just hurts because it's almost like you can foresee everything happening with the kids going back to school. I can already foresee kids get sick anyway. One of, the, one of the kids having a regular whatever. Common cold. They're going to keep putting them. Then they're going to say the school has COVID, lock down everybody, you know. And then if the kids come home, they're going to start running by doing checks, coming to people's houses saying, oh, yeah. we got to make sure everybody doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Now the whole family's at risk. Yep. Also, and the they ho- can move you if they feel that this quarantine is not is not sufficient. Yeah, that's that's best bad. Also, they can look at you like, for an example, <laughs> the, the one guy on, the, on there, remember they was doing homeschool? You saw, you know, yeah. they were showing the women walking by blowing weed. Mm-hmm. The one dude cussing the teacher out right while they was having the homeschool. Oh, yeah. I, I can foresee them stopping by people's houses, just locking you up right. for whatever they see on the monitor now. Right. So you have just given up your right and it's in your own home. Mm-hmm. So this is just going to be a snowball effect for everybody to literally to lose anything that they have. You know, so... If now ain't the, I mean, now it's no better time right now than to repent. You know what I'm saying? Forgive everybody. You know what I mean? Ask for forgiveness from God and change your life. Because what more do you have at the end of the day? Seriously. But you can sit there and explain that people and explain how it all relates to the Bible and they still won't believe it. But just hardened hearts. I mean, that's that's all I can see. Because how do you, how do you not see it? I'm telling you how it's going. This is what the Bible says exactly. This is what's going on right in front of your eyes. And nah, nah, man, I don't believe it. that's to use to control people. <laughs> well, yeah, to, that's not being used to control people. You are already being controlled. controlled. Right. Yeah, you You're are already, already being under control. But I can't expect to explain it to people that go out on Black Friday and argue over a TV that programs wow. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? They make you feel like Jeremiah, like nobody's listening to you. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. and, that, and at that point you just feel discouraged you know and you just don't want to. Uh, now, then you now you feel like Jonah. Yeah. Like, I don't feel I like going it. over there messing with these people. <laughs> God, man, they ain't gonna listen anyway. They gonna try to kill me. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Still, it's, still though, we commissioned to go out there and preach the word. Yep. That's true. So hey, this is what it is. We just gonna do what God said, regardless, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. So. If everybody gives up their rights, which they are, because I feel like I don't have an option to say if I get the update on my phone, I don't want my fi- I don't want 5G. So it's right. like now I'm listening to you. Now you're controlling me. I have no rights. I, I can't I can't say no 
anything. I can't say no to a vaccine that's about to come out, and they don't even know anything about this virus. They still don't know anything, but they want to instruct all these laws about the vaccinations, the virus, and the six feet apart and all that stuff, but they don't even know if it's airborne. So how scientists don't know these things yet, I don't understand. Well, they putting all these laws in place. Right. It's just, like I said, this is, it's, I don't want to call this thing a hoax, but man, it's some stuff that's going down that just doesn't make any sense, you know, scientifically or just common sense wise. They just want everyone to follow their world That's order. it, that's it is. They just they just trying to get everyone to fall in line. Go ahead, man. What you got? Metropolis. Very this this is how this guy be sounding on here and nobody questions Bill Gates. Oh my god. Uh, an epidemic either naturally caused or intentionally caused is the most likely thing to cause say 10 million excess deaths either naturally caused or intentionally caused intentionally caused mm-hmm. yeah people miss that part intentionally intentionally caused that's crazy because that's what it, what it was it was intentional and then you ever look up and see who this clown's father is no i didn't hold on I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, sure, I, don't, I know the work. I, 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 I heard stuff about his pop. Yeah, it'll be. Like, yeah, he's the one. His pop I'm was the one who gave him the money to help steal Microsoft. Yeah. Okay. They, he ain't as smart as everybody say he is. That was somebody else's idea of uh, operating system and stuff like that. And they just had the money to go to court and take everything from everybody. Just like Mark Zuckerberg Big on bank. Facebook. He has no educational background right in health but has is like the spokesperson the sp- yeah exactly mm. Planned Parenthood, huh? yes yeah, sir so they plan- they they are well we, Deep, we all right? they, they all eugenicists then i mean they want to kill people they are those um the elite that believe the world earth should be depopulated those georgia guystone people uh, yeah right. i mean he Crazy. did have like a group of people go to Africa and test. I think it was tea. It, it was some type of um, vaccination and tested only on African um, children from one month to six months. Goodness. Only Chil- girls. And they all died. All of them without Goodness. the parents. Consent. And people don't talk about any they of that They didn't talk stuff. about that. He didn't say anything that he went. He had these people go and kill these people. They were like. This is what he wanted to do. No, he wants population control. And some of these vaccinations we're taking here in America. Yeah. It's heavy. So, um, only thing I have, I got plenty of stuff. What y'all think about defunding the police? Defunding defunding the police. I don't think, this is is what I think. I think, um, I guess, I don't know who's, who's pushing it. The libs, Democrats. Yeah, yeah, they pushing, and Black they got a, Yeah, they they got a lot of. Um, I think they got a lot of rappers involved in that too. What? I don't. I don't think that um, the police should be defunded because I think. I mean, who's going? Who's going to run it? It's, who's going to patrol the neighborhood? Yeah, who's going to patrol the neighborhood at the end of the day? When you get the police out of there, all you're saying is, "I want total chaos." Anarchy. Yeah. Yep. Anarchy. So why on earth would we do that? You know. It's even even down to the simple things. Who's gonna do wellness and health checks on certain people? Um, who gonna stop the stupid the stupidness? Because if everybody's acting stupid, ain't nobody gonna stop anything. And most of the time, that's why the hood is acting like it is. Like, look at Chicago. 
Chicago wants to defund the police. That was crazy, yeah. And y'all need the what? police. And y'all right mind. Why would y'all want to defund the police? Y'all need. I actually need the more police. I actually need the National Guard there. They had 114 bodies on Father's Day. Bro. Yeah, it's, That's it's unheard of. Every week it's more. Bro, the shootings is out of this world. Like. Where are they getting the bullets from? That's the, that's my first question. There ain't no bullets. They, they, that's who stole. There ain't no ammo in the stores. I'm like, nah, they don't. They don't run out of bullets over there. I can't find bullets to save my life. But that that doesn't make it. That doesn't make any sense to me. And that the mayor over there, Lightfoot, whatever the lady is, she's talking about. I don't want Trump's National Guard. So when did the National Guard become Trump's National Guard? You know what I'm saying? But they restore order. There is no order in that. There's no order in that 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 um city. But they don't want it, and, th- and that's how they, they want it like that. When you see stuff like that, people people want the chaos to continue. It's just pl- it's planned chaos because then when the chaos gets out of hand, who do they call in eventually anyway? Right, they calling Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Law. <laughs> exactly. How can you tear a whole neighborhood up and during a protest and then say you want to defund the police? Come on, talk about it. Don't make any sense to me. That don't complete opposite. And then it was a couple black people that was police officers that lost their life during a lot of these raids and stuff. So yeah. it's like, you know, they totally butt backwards when it comes to this whole black lives matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anything. Like what about those black people that's with those black officers? So what happened to them when they, when they need jobs, how are they going to feed their family when you take their jobs? That's why I tell people, man, I ain't black. I'm OJ, man. straight up. Bro, it does. <laughs> like, yo, I'm not black. I, I'm just a Christian. You know what I'm saying? I don't get into none of that stuff. I'm, I'm, bro, you know? Chris, Christian first. We, and exactly. we gonna put things. We gonna be honest and put things in pers- to perspective, man. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not rolling, and I, yeah, I don't either. roll with anything with the Black Lives Matter movement. Saying like, I agree, just justice should be for everybody. So if a cop act out, he should get right treated accordingly. A white person act out, black person act out. But the thing is, the problem, of course, there is an issue with police brutality. We need to handle that. Y'all need to do something. Y'all need, they need, to, need to do a better job on that. But if we look at the numbers, they're killing more white people. <laughs> they white more white men get killed yeah, than black that's true. men. That's true. If y'all look at the numbers, I that's mean, it, it is what it is. I think order has to be restored in all areas. Mm-hmm. So there are people who cross the line in everything, whether it be policemen or uh, in financial institutions or leadership. Like people cross the lines in in every aspect. Healthcare. Hel- and, and, yeah, and I think that um, if you defund the police, then it just kind of promotes like lawlessness, mm-hmm. and then more more savages kind of. They may think twice, especially if they're out of prison, you know what I mean, to say, am I going to do this or can I get away with it versus I already know I can get away with this because by the time anybody comes to this person's rescue, it's already been done. Right. So I think there needs to be some type of order. But I mean, they're, but they want to release all the prisoners, too. And then you want to you want to defund the police and release the prisoners. Let's go. That's crazy. That's, That's ridiculous. Not the solution. That's just uh, adding insult to injury. My thing is, as a parent, who should be more responsible for your neighborhood or at least your block? You or the police? Us. We should be. That's the the question that they really, that's the question that they should be asking instead of just falling under this Black Lives Matter narrative. You are responsible. You know, seriously, because you know who's doing what, what, and y'all as parents need to get together and do like they did back in the day. 
and rectify the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why my man, that dude named Marsh right he say black guns matter. Because, yeah. I mean, if everybody that was a homeowner in the neighborhood was armed, they'd be quick to resolve conflict. Conflict to get solved a lot faster in the neighborhood when the homeowners, the taxpaying homeowners, right. got the guns. It wouldn't be that much shooting because somebody going to shoot back. Or they going to, they, they know you can't run up or you can't bully the lady down the street. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. The kids is not picking up in the background either. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's, that's, it, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, well, now nah, we got the ultimate responsibility. Now, nah, we, we should have the first, we should be the first line of responsibility for making sure the neighborhood goes straight. That's why I think everybody should be armed. But who want to take the guns? The liberals. They, want, they don't want people to have guns, which makes no sense. The bad guys are always going to have the guns, period. Always. So how are you going to stop the bad guys when they want to run your house, smack you in your head, take your car when you're riding down the street? They want to run your neighborhood. They want to smack the old lady down the street, take her property, or do whatever do whatever they want to her. They just inflict their will on everybody else. But give you give the people give the government your guns, and they, and they release and they release some prisoners because right. of COVID. Right. Yeah. The history repeats itself. I mean, before every devastation happened. They always took the guns, you know. King Leopold yep. did the same thing, like you know, and that was a massacre with all the people. So, I think Hitler did the same thing. Yeah, Hitler did. So they all, I mean, they history, I guess, is repeating itself slowly. Yeah, it's um, it's just sad. Yeah, but some people, I don't know why some people, they just brainwashed. Because you got certain people up there saying the same thing, rhetoric. You put the entertainers in front of them. That's why you got the Cardi B's and people like that speaking up for the Democratic National Committee and whatever else like that. These people are ignorant as heck. These people are ignorant. And because they, that's why they put these people on pedestals like that. Because they know they're going to influence the masses. And they sure enough, if I can get them to twerk and get everybody and their mama to twerk. All right, cool. I can get everybody to say defund the police. And this is exactly what's happening. So, I mean, that that how do you have no resume or no there's no period where you people You just got to have money, bro. You can just influence, you know. And that that's what always concerned like me money. when you have like rappers and they 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 gradually did this with TI started Jaru started off with Jaru answering questions. You know, he was on the news. Like, they they start sneaking us in. And now, who are these people to tell me anything? You know? Shut up, my nigga. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like Yeah, I, nah. Like I'm saying, your track record, like I said, you can talk. I mean, I ain't going to tell nobody to shut up and dribble or just keep rapping. But, that's okay, you, you a rapper? What you talking about in your lyrics? Oh, you talk, you still talking about the same stuff that hurts the black community. Oh no, you can't you can't get up here and talk now. Or and, yeah. and it's and that's the thing. You don't hear common, you don't hear most deaf, mm-hmm. you don't hear Nas even. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear anybody who had an intellect with rapping. Mm-hmm. You always hear the most ignorant the dummies. Exactly. I mean if they do if you do have the intellectuals up there that know what's going on in the black community, they think it's always the white man's fault. They don't look at you can look at Nas, you look at them, everybody still wanna play claim victimhood. That's I'm, true. I'm not with that. That's and true. they still look at the white man is the result of all this. 
Yeah, there were there were systems put in place, bro. Y'all know them systems. Y'all y'all overcome them systems because somehow y'all made it to be millionaires. Absolutely. So why don't y'all influence somebody differently to talk talk some different stuff? And, you know, on top of that, like those white men gave you put you some of those people put you in the position. So yeah, you got to give credit where credit's due. I know. You you cannot. Take and that, that's another thing with the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a, it's a bunch of black women in there that got white women as friends. A bunch of us that got white, we got different colors, all kind of people in our families. So you can't get up there and say that you got white bosses you report to, and you gonna go out there and like, come on now. Who's the biggest funder of Black Lives Matter? George Soros, a white man. Mike drop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Who? Relax. <laughs> Who? Exactly. Yeah, like I'm not see it's 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 a total contradiction. Yeah, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. And you know, people just don't be seeing through none of that. And it's ran by a bunch of black lesbians who don't want black men. Black men. <laughs> yeah, they don't want they don't want nothing to do with black men. They wanted to disrupt the patriarchal order of Western society or whatever it says in a mission statement. Patriarch means man. They want them out of the picture. That's what that's what that's what Eve did in the garden. That's what Satan did to Eve in the garden. He ran, he came at the woman first. That's why it was disrupted the order. That's why they had that whole garden pick in that WAP mo- in that WAP video. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's you know, you can say it's it's being it's a big old deception. That's what happened in, that's what happened in the garden, deception. So that's what right. they put in front of your face. So y'all being deceived, and y'all don't even know it. Exactly. Speaking of the garden, do y'all think that um, let's say that Eve bit the apple, mm-hmm. and Adam was like, "Nah, I ain't doing it." You heard God. Mm-hmm. Do you think that <laughs> Adam would still be in trouble a little bit? Nope. Okay. Nope. Because nothing happened until after he ate the apple. Uh, she that's ate, true. she that's bit true. that she bit the apple. Did not know she was naked. She didn't say, "Oh, I'm naked." That's Nothing true. happened. Nothing happened until Adam ate the apple, and they realized they were naked. And when God approached him, he said he had pretty much asked him what happened. He said it was the woman you gave me. <laughs> well, he can't. He didn't come to Eve. <laughs> he tried to blame it. Yeah, he yeah, tried yeah, to pass yeah. the buck. <laughs> he said God it was the woman you gave me. I forgot me. that. Yeah. <laughs> he came. God came straight to him. Yeah. And nothing happened until he ate that apple. God didn't show up in the picture until he ate that apple. So. Nah, I think she might have got destroyed, and probably had an, and probably had a new one because it might have been some more women in at garden by that time. I don't know; they probably would have been their daughter, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it was different in the human race because, of course, it was some in, in incest back then, and that was before the whole human race was yeah. messed up like it was in sin. So I mean, it is what it is. But um, nah, nothing happened until nothing nothing happened until he ate that apple. Yep. I agree. You got anything? <laughs> I mean, for the people, I think that um, they need to stop listening to what is being fed to them on TV. I think that they have computers. They have smartphones. Start doing your own research. Start looking at looking at what they're saying and seeing if it's actually factual. Because most of the time, it's not. And you can find all this information online, so... Don't ever believe what you're being fed because they want to deceive you. They want to control you. And they're already starting to do that. Yeah, and like and like we said on the podcast before, 
the time is getting closer and closer for folks to start turning on each other. So if you got people you got to cut out your life, I, I suggest you start doing them now <laughs> because <laughs> folks is turning, you know, we got to just think when, when that whole first COVID first happened, all the, all the uh, neighbors and stuff that was calling in saying this person got three people over their house, this person got five people. Like we got to see how quick that happened mm -hmm. and we're coming up on the stage of the vaccine. So, you yeah, know, that's, just that's be aware. That's scarier because people, they don't have the vaccine. If they all don't have that vaccine, I guarantee it's going to be people showing up at your door. Like when you ain't turning the sentence, turning in the sentence. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to be people telling on you. There's going to be people true. that didn't want you involved in sports or they don't want you in school. They don't want you to be involved with the rest of society because yep. you're not falling in line. So it's only a telltale sign of what's coming. It's, getting, it's, it's not getting any better. Yeah, and be you know be aware of the organizations you in. A lot of these churches, you know that the members, when it come to Christians, you know we gonna be the first people that you know they be looking at. So when they be handing a members list in, you know. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be, put it this way. One thing is good um, about this time, it will be able to um, separate the wheat from the tares. Exactly. Yep. To this day, tares appear to look like wheat. Right, but it's literally phonies, fake. Right, so it's going, it's going to be some weeding and seeding during this time too. You're going to be able to tell who real or not because you already got Christians that's trying to urge other evangelical Christians urging people to get this vaccine. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I know you, you've been hearing about John MacArthur over there in um, California. How uh, he's, mm -hmm. I think he. Went up, he went up. No, I don't think he, did. Oh, yeah, he yeah, went yeah. up against the um the government of California to continue having his church services. Right, right, right. He won. Uh huh. Now they're trying to sue him and everything else like that, but it just doesn't. It, like he said, it doesn't make any sense for a virus that's really not a pandemic for them to shut everything down versus what it was in the past. But you still got liquor stores open. People can go out, protest, scream, but you can't go to church. Um. Sing a song, but y'all can go out, protest, act a fool, loot, riot, but you can't go to church. Makes no sense. Any any distraction except God, that's what they, they promote. Uh -huh. They want you to, sh that's why the mask is over your mouth, so they can shut you up. Yep. Uh -huh. it, it's, it's a, it, a lot of the stuff is, is going on, is like, it's very symbolic of what they really want. Yeah. yeah they, 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 I mean, because they were saying the reason why. It's continuing to spread is because the Christians keep going to church. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were saying that. Yeah, and these Christian schools, don't be fooled. It's a lot of them that's uh they're promoting everything that the world is is out there. Yeah, and we'll they're be, they're we'll be seeing that very soon. And they're worse off. You know, I think something that rubbed me the wrong way was, you know, a Christian school that I know we go to three weeks after this public school went and announced that they'd be going virtual. Our school still was running around acting like they didn't know what to do. And they were using the Bible as to conform instead of even thinking about the safety of the kids. And they've opened their doors for other nurses and everything to come by and to be doing um, other practices. They said that they'd be running some tests and other things with their children. They never went into those other things. So stuff like, when they when they speak, you really have to be to listen to what people are saying. When it comes to your children, you know we this ain't 
we can't be lazy parents. You know, pa- parenting, it's going to take a sacrifice. And for some reason, everybody's so quick to say, look, my kid keep asking me for too many snacks. My kid keep doing this. They got to go back. And you're not looking at the devastation. You either pay up front or you pay later with your kids. Right. Um, last thing I'm going to mention on here is just, um, you notice how in the Democratic National Committee, <laughs> they have now taken under God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. So it just shows you which way we're moving. Yep. Open your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Open your eyes. It's a beast system. We in the belly of the beast. And what's the last thing? To get the mark of the beast. So, you know, make sure that we all missing that third step. Yeah. You got anything else? No, this was good. Yeah. 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 This podcast ain't for everybody. Episode 49. Thanks for tuning in.